Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, folks. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop coming at you to present the Yonko table. We are back at the table tonight to talk about the latest and the greatest from hit director and writer Jordan Peele, for he has just released the film Nope. And we're here to talk about Nope. Again, that's Grandmaster Hoop running things over here at the helm, but I am never alone in these ventures. Dr. Jace, my fellow Yonko, is not with me tonight, but we do have Supernovas here to discuss Nope. No relation to Grandmaster Hoop, Hooper TV. Rose the Crafter. All right, so let's get into it. So, Jordan Peele's Nope. It's the third entry from Jordan Peele behind the director's uh, director's camera. I don't know what you want to go. It's Jordan Peele back at it again with another, I would say, a nuanced horror film. Jordan Peele seems to be on a hot streak. I can definitely say his previous films, which were Get Out and Us, he was two for two. And now we got Nope, and he's re-teaming with Hit Star and now Oscar winner Daniel Kaluuya, and he's bringing in Kiki Palmer and Steven Yeun, amongst others, for the ride. Nope. What'd y'all think of Nope? Yep. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> On my letterbox review, um, what I wrote, my review was, yup, and I think three exclamation points. So I think that's, I think that about says it. Um, should we close out the podcast? Yeah, I, I, think I, that, get, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I think that's sure. wraps it up. It's, it's good. Three for three? Is he three for three? He's three for three for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's funny is that... Um, it was an unpopular place to be, but I was never a large fan of Get Out or Us, both for different reasons. I felt like some of the messaging um, kind of just felt, I don't know, a little too strong in Get Out. And then I felt like I was kind of lost with the messaging with, uh, with Us. And it just felt like, you know, we're going to get into this. Just felt like Nope was just like, at least for me, the perfect pitch. So it's a the sweet spot pitch. for you. You had two extremes at first and then you hit a sweet spot with this one. Yeah. You know, I think like, you know, he's probably three for three. I would still give them, say they're all hits. But at least for me, this is like, in my eyes, the first home run. Well, I'll say this early on. Uh, we're definitely going to be looking back at this time and this span, this run um, in cinematic history. Uh, not only as 
him as you know a black director but just him as as an artist in 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 these type of strides he's taken for me quick ranking is i feel like i liked us better than get out though i liked get out as well i feel like i liked us for the, the opposite reason uh hooper tv than you said i i feel like i had to work harder <laughs> to peel back what exactly was going on um and it was in your face with the first one this third one is still fresh for me but it's definitely strong um it's definitely strong without a doubt and that's my initial that's my initial thoughts on it is that it's strong and, and you don't have to work too hard but there's still some things and some theories you can have fun with and kind of kind of peel back so yeah going into jordan peele's films theories run amok i don't know if y'all had theories going to into this film but I mean, I feel the second trailer, you know, they revealed it was a UFO. And from there, it was like, well, yeah, just... should we issue a spoiler warning? Because, like, I think we should issue a spoiler warning now because, like, we're going to get into it. Well, the, the UFO was released. They showed it in the trailer. I that's, think yeah, our, it's not, not a, a it's not a UFO anymore. That's, now, that's see, now spoiler. that's a spoiler. That's no, 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 no. It's not a spoiler. It's it's oh, the a UFA? UAP. Is that what they UAP. Say? The Pentagon. <laughs> this is official UAP. documentation. A UAP. That's true. There you go. UAP. Um, <laughs> but that was released in the trailer, and so okay, you're right. We haven't spoiled anything yet. I, Maybe I, we should. I feel our listeners should know we are very deep in spoiler territory. I don't think we ever shy away from spoilers. Okay. Like, all right. Our listeners right, should know. Saying we're gonna we're gonna spoil it's it's all out on the table for anybody listening. We're going in on everything. Nope, and we're gonna talk about all the big twists, all the symbolism, all that jazz. But yeah, so the second trailer revealed it was a UAP, and going in, it was just like, well, that can't just be it. There has to be something more. He wouldn't show his slate of hand right here in the trailer. He's got to be given something more. Yeah, I think he's done a great job as far as just kind of as an artist setting that expectation that his films got something more to show, you know, below the surface. And as y'all were saying, you know, kind of just how you feel about Get Out and Us. I I I, I do think Get Out is number one for me. And then Us is probably second. This is probably it's probably third, but it's not like they're like it's a giant gap for me. I feel this film does something really good and we'll get into it as far as the horror if you go coming into these things for horror you know he he's he's different he's different he's like you know creative it's not just you know a jump scare it's those intellectual horrors but um the terror is in more suspense yeah it's it's more that that making you feel like something's gonna happen um for for getting that true sense of horror i guess yeah, you imagination. Know what? We'll, probably, we'll probably get into it a little later if we're going like the plot beats. But, you know, what's funny is that there's uh, there's a bit, there's a section of the movie that he gives you the classic horror, the jump scares, the mm -hmm. creatures, the aliens. And he kind of has you like, it's almost like, and this kind of how I felt overall, it just felt like he was at the peak of his powers. He was just kind of playing games with the audience. He was just like, yo, y'all want some jump scares? Y'all want some aliens? Like, all right, here's 10 minutes on that. And then we're going to get back to what I want to do. Um, and so he gave it to you and then he pulled the rug out from under you. Um, and I thought I thought that scene both was scary as shit. But then also when the reveal came at the end, it was like, oh, wow, he's just toying with us. It's just a game to him. And I like that. 
and there's always this element of humor in every single one of these installments. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that scene was funny, too, you know? And it was kind of like, you know, in a sense, it was him saying it was a little early in the movie. And he was just like, haha, gotcha. You know, like, we're not there yet. It's still too early in the movie before we get into the big stuff. So, well, I mean, we might as well get into it. I mean, he set the playing field. He's got his stars. He's got this expectation. He's got, you know, the previous repertoire to go with it. Let's get into it. So, first of all, I think this is his first kind of non-linear type film. Because what we, we open with, Gordy's birthday. Uh, and I'm a, and we and we don't have to, we, we can just dissect Gordy's birthday right now. Because, um, I mean, it does come up later in the film. But, you know, you're expecting Daniel Kaluuya. And you're expecting the horses and the UFO. And here's... Gordy's birthday for me. And who exactly is Gordy? Gordy is a chimpanzee star of a hit <laughs> 1996 sitcom series starring uh, Jupiter, or I forget his whole name, but Stephen Yoon's character as a Juke. child. Yeah, Jupe. Yep. Jupe, right. And Gordy's home. <laughs> is, that, is that the name of the show? Yeah, Gordy's, yep. home. Gordy's home. Gordy's home. And Gordy just one day loses it. And he beats the shit out of everybody. Oh, my God. Um, okay, hold on. I think in order to connect this perfectly, <laughs> we'll probably have to double back. hold off on it. But I'll, right. I'll start with saying that that opening scene, and honestly, all of Gordy, once again, ties back into, you know, uh, people being at the top of his powers. Him being like, you know, the all of Gordy. Beginning to end, starting with Gordy off the bat, that screamed like a producer, an executive coming in and be like, yo, I don't get it. You need to get this out. You know, um, you have to cut this. Like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't connect. But he's just, he's become too powerful, you know? And he's just like, yo, I'm Jordan Peele. Like, this stays. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, you're not, you're not touching this movie. I have final say. And that's just kind of what it felt like. Cause it's like, it's a very jarring scene, and I think it connects to the rest of the movie. I think it does, but like it's like it's some it's some threads. It's not like some strong th string connecting to it. It's like it's some threads, like that's, a little jolt. Made that's of, the like, thing. Of connection. Yeah. You're sitting there watching the movie, and you're like, "Wait, how is this relevant? How does this tie back into the deeper theming of it all?" And you're waiting for it. And I think he does a good job of just kind of right off rip. You know, because, A, you weren't expecting this at all. And then, you know, it's like, what could it be? You know there's aliens involved. But then I feel he kind of pulls the rug under you. But it's like he pulls the rug, but it's like still works. It's like a rug pull, but like not a I'm trying to make you fall rug pull. I'm trying to make you think type of rug pull. But we'll have to come back. To, we can come back to Gordy. Um, so yeah, we're, 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 where we set, we're set in this gulch, this ranch and, uh, the Haywood, Haywood, Hollywood horses. Um, and, and my first are... surprise, my first surprise was seeing Keith? all our friends, Keith David, Keith Ooh. David, the man. <laughs> I did not, I did not know he was in the cast. I, I did not know he him. was in the cast either. That was nice. Nice surprise. 
love seeing Keith David. Uh, <laughs> probably a little short uh, because <laughs> immediately uh, <laughs> he bites the big one. Um, random objects fall from the sky and one pierces him through the skull and quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's out. And, and again, so he's building this mystery now because, you know, something's up, but it's like, what the heck just happened? You know, uh, and it's kind of sad to see Keith David go so early because, you know, he's a powerful actor, got the powerful voice. Definitely appreciate the short time we had with him. <laughs> I, I, no, absolutely. And I think it works. I think it works uh, for what he was kind of, you know, going for. Is that um, you know his loss is like for the audience, like you know who are familiar with Keith David, but also if you're unfamiliar, like kind of has that gravitas. He has like that obviously like powerful voice, and so you lose him so early on, you kind of feel the loss um, that our main characters OJ and M kind of feel early on too. You know, it's like dang, we just lost Keith David. They just lost their father. So I think that casting choice was brilliant. Yes. Yeah, and I'll I'll say um with Keith and, and with Daniel um or aka OJ uh and his father that scene in the beginning as well too, you 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 low key see the um the kind of tension and the kind of pressure in, in relationship there um that OJ ends on taking on and dealing with post uh his father's departure. Um so you get a little sprinkle of that right right early on between the conversation and how they're interacting with each other um, on that, in that, I don't know what to call it exactly because I'm not familiar with, with the terminology, but that stable, I guess, uh, with the I horses. think they called it an arena at one point. But yeah, definitely you get a lot. They give you a lot in just that little bit, especially with Daniel. Uh, this is probably like the most, I don't know, Daniel plays this. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's probably got the least amount of lines in the whole movie, uh, but he gives you a lot just with his eyes and his mannerism. It just works so well, though. Yes, he's yeah, so I know. Good. It's crazy. He's so good. He and he also looks like he put on a couple of pounds too. He's kind of a a heavy well, maybe, set. Maybe he never hand. shed it though. But he never shed it those pounds from Fred Hampton. Maybe who knows? Oh, maybe that's <laughs> what it is. When he did that, <laughs> maybe that's yeah. what it is. I was like, he yeah, looks a little you know, bigger. Yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah, he's like, he's so electric in that role. Like, you know, you can't take his eyes off him when he's giving these speeches. You're just like bored. And <sighs> to see him in this, just like, just it just shows the range. You know, it just shows the range. Like, so much more reserved, like, not electric, like, kind of like keeping to himself. Relates to the horse probably better than humans. Um, yeah, oh, incredible, incredible. I think I go top five actors going right now. I'll oh, wow. Say. Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. Uh, top five. He's up there. Uh, yeah. No qualifiers. He's I have definitely to sit down and there. think about it. He's on but a run He's definitely right strong, now. for sure. He's on a run right now. Yeah, if, so. you're, if, you know, you, if you're talking black actors, too, he's definitely up there. I'm no sure. qualifiers. No right. qualifiers. Best actor. There's no, no in between. No, I'm, no I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, because I don't. I haven't done a list of who's top five best actors right now. But if I, I can narrow even, it down, he's probably. I, like, I, I I feel like I got more black actors narrowed down right now, and he's definitely top three black actors yeah. right now. 
Yeah. So I'll have to, we'll, we can come back to this, but let's fast forward. So now we got Keith in the grave. Um, Haywood Hollywood horses is struggling and he is not a people's person, OJ. Uh, he's got the commercial for Lucky the horse and it ain't going so well. Enter Kiki Palmer as Emerald, the sister. What a contrast uh, between the two brother and sister. Um, Talk about electric. She's electric the whole entire movie. You know, very vibrant, very colorful. Um, but I'll say this about Kiki. Kiki should be a top five actress. She should. She doesn't do enough. Yeah, that's true. I, no, she but did she a phenomenal does, job, no. though. Ooh, she's been coming out on Twitter and like coming out at people who say she hasn't done enough. No, no. She's when like, I say she hasn't done enough, meaning she doesn't have like projects like out every year. I, I think with Kiki, it's more like she doesn't focus because she has her hand in so many different things. She does. Yeah. She's done talk shows. She's done music and she's talented in all of it. And I think this just reminds us like how much range she has just in like a jack of all trades almost. Well, I think people forget she started out as an actress. Like <laughs> yeah. Akila and the Bee is hands down one of the greatest like young black actress actor moments for a young actor. Like that movie's well fantastic. Said. You know? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. a lot of actors. No, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I just feel like cuz it feels like, you know, you have these wave of like, you know, this kind of new wave of actresses with like I don't want to pin Zendaya against her because that got like kind of heated um, on Twitter. Uh, so I won't say Zendaya, but you know, the this next wave of the Queen's Gambit girl. Um, oh, Anna Taylor. Anna Ta yeah, Anna. Yeah, Anna, you know, Anna it's Taylor. like, it's like, it's like her. Um, and there's some others and they're all excited to me because I'm so focused on Zendaya right now. Um, but it just feels like she should be up there. You know what I mean? She absolutely should be like mentioned. It's like one of these. Is she? She's definitely under thirty. Right? She's twenty nine, I think. Okay, so yeah, yeah, like in terms of like these top actors, actresses under thirty, like she deserves to be up there. And I hope this role and this kind of stage, like you know, ushers her in, getting like a bunch of good roles, because she's also on a tear. Well, that's the thing. I feel. She people don't have to look at this movie to be reminded that she is a great actress, but they probably will give her a little boost and remind people, you know, that you know she's Kiki. She she may be a talk show host, but she has chops. Like her and Daniel next to each other, you know, he's doing the whole like melodramatic, like quiet type of guy, and their dynamic was probably one of the most fun things to watch the whole movie. Yeah, you, you felt a, a genuine uh, sibling dynamic. Yes, and specifically the younger sibling, you know. Yes. Yeah, and just to throw in a couple others, like, you know, um, Florence Pugh, Sasha Ronan, I think, like, a lot of them are, like, seen as, like, the next wave. And I think Key Palmer should be right there. Yeah, I think, I, I think you could throw her name in the conversation for sure. Like, definitely, especially, yeah, definitely with after this movie, I think she definitely showed range that we haven't seen before, but we'll get there, you know, when the horror starts happening. So the business is dying, uh, you know, OJ's trying to keep it up, but Emerald's kind of a wild card. Can't really depend on her. She's also trying to sell herself. She says the family business is her side business. Uh, so, you know, they got to make ends meet. 
So, you know, they got to cut corners. They got to sell some horses. Who are they selling horses to? None other than uh, it, his name's not Jupe. What well, he's got an actual yeah, name. Jupiter, Jupiter, right? No, because hey, so the, Jupiter is his nickname. I don't, I don't, I can't remember. His it's name. Ricky Jupe. It it's Ricky, Ricky Jupe. It's Ricky, Ricky Jupe Park. That's his name. Got you. Yeah. So, and who is Ricky? Ricky child is Steven Yoon. Yeah, the child oh. star. Oh, what? I thought you said we Steve. both. I, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's Steven Yoon. Yes, he's Steven. <laughs> People, I mean, again, people listening right now better know who we're talking about when we talk about the characters. Steven Yoon, Steven Yoon of Walking Dead fame. And uh, shoot, Steven Yoon just got nominated for an Oscar, uh, I think, last year. So, yes, um, for something. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. Steven Yoon. Academy yeah, isn't Award. He the voice of Minari. Minari. He was in, he got a Best Actor nom for Minari, lost to Will Smith. Okay. If I'm reading, he, is, did the, I read that right? Yeah, he lost to Will the, Smith. Is he the voice in? That's who? In, in Invincible? No. Yes, he's Invincible. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. All right. Yes. Say it with confidence. confidence. You got it. Clearly not confident about No, that. that's that's Stephen Yoon. That's Stephen Yoon. Came a long way since The Walking Dead, for sure. Um. So yeah, selling horses to Jupe. Uh. And Jupe kind of opens the door. Now let's peel back a little more Gordy. I think he gives more Gordy information here. Uh, he how the whole Gordy room. Yes. And <laughs> there is a room. there is a us Easter egg. There was? His there was? Scissors. Gold scissors. Oh, really? Oh, missed it. Yep, missed that. Did not see that. Saw it twice. Saw the movie twice. Oh, you saw uh, it twice um, already? Yeah. Somebody wanted to see it again. So I was like, loved it. Let's go. Um, so, um, I'll say here that it feels like one of the thematic threads that Peel is playing with here yeah. is, uh, dealing with grief. Um, you know, they start off early on with Keith David dying and then like his loss is felt throughout like the rest of the movie. And then, you know, this, you know, they're hinting at it, you know, early on, but like, you can tell like something really bad went down with, with the monkey with Gordy and Jupe's character Steven Yoon's character um you still don't quite know why um but in that scene a couple of things happen when um M and OJ go to meet them first he shows them like that secret back room and he's like been keeping all the memorabilia from that horrific day night um which is I don't know. I doubt a therapist would say that's a good way to deal with something tragic happening to you. Um, but the the my one of my favorite scenes is when he's asked about what happened and he tries to tell it to M. And the only way he can process it is the SNL like a, is the SNL skit. And mm -hmm. it's like one, it's really funny that he's like. What does he say? I can't remember if it's like Chris Farley or something. Oh, no, Chris, Chris Catan. It was Chris Catan. And he's like, Chris Catan is crushing it. And he uses like this vernacular. Oh, you so know what? The word crushing. I didn't think about it. Yep. He's saying uh, it in like this vernacular that's so like modern and like just like funny the way we would talk about like, you know, like the way we would talk about, you know, uh, Daniel Kaluuya in this movie. Oh, he's crushing it. Um, and I just found it one hilarious but also like 
deeply, deeply saddening and troubling because like clearly he has not processed what happened to him even a little bit. If the only way you can talk about it is like <laughs> saying like the SNL skit crushed it. Like, okay, this guy still clearly all these years later has not come to grips with what went down that time. Um, yeah, wild stuff. But it's, en it's enough It's enough subtlety to where you still don't really know what really went down and where kind of his perspective of it was. So, you know, he's he's building. There's two linear, two nonlinear stories going on here. What really happened with Gordy and then, you know, the, the current story. So it's building your you got two things you want to focus on and then realize that they're going to play some connectivity throughout. Forgot to mention, uh, you know, I guess this is important looking back, you know, Lucky freaking out during yep. the, the commercial, you know, don't 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 just uh, like distract the horse don't look the horse in the eye in the eyes yeah right just wanted to throw that out there i feel it all plays a part coming up uh it so yeah there's does. yeah but for sure for sure again it's like he gives you pieces of the puzzle and then they fit but they all fit like disjointly well it's um, like y'all said that we don't know like as as the audience, you still don't know exactly what's going on with that story. With right, you have no idea why. And it's you see stuff like the shoe is in the box. You the saw shoe. the shoe in the opening scene, and you're like, "What the heck's going on with this shoe?" <laughs> you see it in the box, and he still doesn't explain the shoe. So <laughs> us as the audience are sitting there like, <laughs> which I still don't understand the shoe. I love that he doesn't explain the shoe. The so, shoe, they never explain the shoe, right? Yeah, they yes, they they kind of touch on what the sh they kind of do, just not. You'll miss it, huh? We'll get there. Okay, sure. You got to point really it out. Explain it, but the the yeah, parallel we'll, that I see, we'll get it. Yeah, we'll get it. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're taking the the audience on a journey. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So they're selling horses to Jupe. They saw Lucky. Uh, Jupe and also Jupe runs this like little Jupiter's uh claim, Jupiter's claim, Jupiter's claim, a little sideshow, like a, a little theme. theme park. Yeah, you know, it felt like it felt like, um, and I, you know, not too familiar with like the outskirts of Hollywood, but it felt real to me. Like, you know, you could just see like a child star who, like, obviously could you know, sell their name and likeness and like make a living off of that, but probably didn't amount to much, you know, just being able to, you know, get a cheap theme park out on the outskirts. Well, living you know, off of that, of, living off of that name alone, living off that yeah. claim to fame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's like 30 people running around that theme park. It was no Disney World. You know, oh, you could no. see that being like an outcome for, you know, um, Macaulay Culkin ain't really a good one. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I don't know any celebrities that have a theme park or a little rundown type of thing yeah. like this uh yeah. but it, i'm sure there might be some i can see I, some. I think there's a commentary here on <laughs> jupe and the most sitcoms definitely. yeah most definitely as a child star oh fun fun fact too there is i don't know if y'all checked out the there's a website for jupe? Um, you can yeah you can type in jupiter's claim and it goes to like this little like this funny website of <laughs> like this Check it out, please. There Check we go. Right drop the. Uh, oh, that's a did you know? Actually, drop um, the link. Drop the link in the uh, description. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, we're definitely gonna do a did you know check us out on TikTok. Uh so we back at um their ranch. I forget the name of their ranch. Uh the Gulch. Haywood. I, oh, I don't even know. Haywood, yeah, Haywood, remember. something. I, yeah, well, that's the whole I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So they're they're uh, back at they're back at their ranch. Um this movie's so good. This movie's so good. <laughs> why, why? What happened? Well, you know, it's so so I think this might be a perfect time to talk about we we said Kluya, great. We've all said he's a top five actor currently going. We said Keith Palmer's great. We've all said, like, clearly she should be a top five actress going right now. But, like, what really makes this movie sing for me is, like, their relationship, their connection. Yes. Like, you know, when they when they arrive back at that ranch and, you know, uh, OJ is just like, well, I got some work to do. <laughs> and M's like, ah, what? I can't remember the exact quote, but she... She crushes it. Um, she's like, I thought you wanted to get in dad's liquor cabinet. And uh, it's like, and like OJ kind of stops and pauses, and he's like, uh, and then he like mentions like some weed and like, you can just tell like that's brother and sister. Yeah. Like Jordan Peele captured uh-huh. like, like that deep close connection of brother and sister, um, which I thought was really cool throughout the movie and it really showcases like in that scene when they arrive back at the ranch again i think their dynamic is the anchor of this whole film really yeah. like they're probably the most fun duo to watch uh i mean i guess it turns, it turns into a trio i guess later on but yeah it resonates throughout the whole film you know even again he barely says more than 10 words in uh during a line or a scene but Kaluuya really sells the brotherly aspect, even if she's the one doing the most, you know? So. Yeah, you know, it's that thing. I think it's like that true to life aspect of like really close brothers and sisters. Reminds me of my long lost brother that I once had. Um, That like, you know, like they can be at different energies. They can be like on, you know, like separated for some time, but like, you know, there's always that like same wavelength where it's only takes us a couple words. Like, you know, like it feels like M knows what she's doing when she says like the liquor cabinet and OJ knows what he's doing when he brings up, you know, the weed they're going to smoke or whatever, you know? <laughs> Very so. similar to my long lost brother. Uh, definitely you could, uh, he could read me when I did not want to be read, you know? And knew mm-hmm. what was going on, knew what buttons to say, what buttons to push. They they capture it really well. They really do. I, I appreciate the both of y'all sharing, you know, your <laughs> family experiences and mm-hmm. right. Sending sending great energy. Of course. Mm-hmm. That way as well, of course. Of course. This um, is my way of processing it. So uh, yeah. oh, uh, speaking of yeah. processing, um, we did not mention, I don't know if you saw OJ's hoodie. And also the joke that they the, made with the Scorpion King. The Scorpion King, yeah. In The Rock. The, I just thought about that. Wait, what was uh, the orange hoodie, right? The orange hoodie. And the, the Scorpion hoodie. King was the first, was like their first, like, well, that's the one he, more set that's the first one he went on set to. Yeah, but it, right. they ended up taking camels instead. They took camels instead. Yes. <laughs> I did get, they. yeah, they did mention that at the commercial, right? Or no, they, mm-hmm. they talking about it in conversation. It was yeah, Scorpion yeah, King was the first one. And he's yes. wearing a Scorpion King hoodie the whole time. Is he wearing that orange hoodie the whole time? Uh, most of the... Yeah, yeah, mo, mo, McKinnon time. McKinnon I know he time. put it on at the end of the film because it's kind of like... 
a big deal. Yeah. But here we are at the house. They are relating. They are talking about their dad. Their dad also didn't let M train one of the horses. And that was a big thing as to why she kind of, you know, distanced herself and whatnot. Um, And then also, you know, I like how I I like films that do the whole kind of title sequences for like, this is a chapter. This is what's going on. I think this is Ghost. Mm. This chapter is known as Ghost. It starts right now, too. Yeah, it starts right like, now. Yeah. He just keeps hitting you with, like, these kind of jarring aspects. He doesn't want you to stay on your feet. It's like, first, it's um, Gordy, and then the movie starts, and then it's, bo- like, boom, this is going to be a chapter movie, you know? I, I, so, I almost thought we were about to see completely different actors, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I was like, <laughs> what? Why do we need this title sequence? <laughs> yeah. You know, because usually when they're doing that, it starts like towards the beginning. You know, the fact that it comes in like, you know, 15, maybe 20 minutes in. I don't know. I think it's it's to add on the kind of like keep you on your toes that he's like, you know, he's always keeping you on an edge in this movie. You're never quite you never quite know what movie you're in. I don't even think until the end, you know, so I mean, I, I, still, don't, do it. I still don't think you know what movie this is. Now, I mean, we're going to get into it when we're done talking about this plot yeah yeah i can't um, wait to get into it because I, I slightly disagree with that that you, that you settle in i you, think wait. by the end of the movie i think you okay knew, okay we'll no. say i want everybody to say where you think you're where you settle in i think that'll be well this we'll this this that. this chapter and well now you're kind of in the movie you're getting a sense of what this movie is now i mean here's the bit. action here's the action oh, yeah. right this is the this is ghost runs away right Ghost runs uh, away, yeah. Yeah. He uh, follows ghosts. He gets to see a little bit of of um Jupe's uh, uh Jupe's light show's going on, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean he's not his light show, but you see his lights go, they're on, and then they go off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you can then, hear him giving the speech too. Oh, the speech he gives later on. I and didn't we don't realize know, we don't he know was what's doing going on. And we don't know what's it. going on. We don't know what's going on. Don't know what's going on. Makes no sense. Yeah. But he's like, he listens. He's listening. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Because mm-hmm. then he looks up at the sky and he hears the yes. screaming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yep. he And so at this point, too, Ghost is nowhere in sight. He's looking up in the sky and he hears screaming. Um, And I think his house lights turn off, too, because M yes. was listening to M- music. Yep, M loses all the power. Right, and she's the one that relays and says, "Hey, the power went out." See, um, not before though. Not before. He sees OJ, it. OJ catch, catches a glimpse. Yes, oh. he sees it. Oh, we're gonna get into this filmmaking, um, but like that quick glimpse. That's, it was enough. That's never, it was enough. Perfect. Perfect. It you was scary that? too. Like, oh, what the freak I going felt, on? I yeah. felt fear. I was. Yeah. You see it, you're like, oh shit, yeah. Oh. yeah. And that Dang. and that's cinematography too, because it, it as quickly as you see it, it disappears into the clouds, and yeah. it goes like yeah. almost entirely right back to his face. You know, it's the perfect amount. The perfect amount. Yeah. So. so here we have it, and now he's like, I saw this. Uh, you know. Yeah, and you it's, know what? You're like, it's an alien invasion movie. And you think you know what movie you're in. I don't know yeah. if I would think it. I thought it was an invasion movie, but... 
No, like, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll sure, keep sure. Going. So he tells M that, you know, he saw uh, this. Okay, and, admit this. You thought it was an abduction, alien abduction movie. No, I thought it was. I I just knew it was a, a UFO. That's it. <laughs> Fair. I didn't know what it was doing here, but th- this was definitely the reason why Keith David, you know, ate it in the beginning. Um, those were people's screams. Oh, I guess, okay, I guess that's abduction in a sense. Um, abduction. Those uh, are horse screams. Well, yeah, there were no, there were no people. I thought, you, I thought the, the people one. screamed too. Or was no, it just, no, the people oh, it was just the horse screams at that time. Horse screams. You know what? All right. Am I, I a spoiler to... I don't know if I'm able we to. We can spoil, spoil this. Okay, because I've been people holding people back listening know. Right, okay. I don't want to get sidetracked here. I don't want to get sidetracked here, but, and I haven't read, you know, I haven't read this anywhere to confirm. But early on in the movie, they talk about like these campers on the radio being lost, you know, and um, and it's like six months prior to like the present part of the movie. And, you know, the campers are lost. Nobody knows what happens to them. Uh, they had been gone for like a couple days or whatever. And then the alien, so we can assume, drops like, you know, the kind of weird like the coins and like, you know, the keys. there was a keys too. The keys. The yep. stuff you might think campers were having. Mm, um, okay. And so, yeah, I don't want to get into spoilers because I like this kind of plot thread we're following right now. But I think early on, it's like, um, you know, the aliens just moving around, bounced some campers, ate them up, and that's what falls on Keith David. And then the time when the horse, when Ghost gets lost, that's like the sound of a horse screaming. Um, I think he eats two that night because I think uh juke is practicing so he sends a horse out and then ghost gets eight too interesting so. hmm probably need to watch it a second time to catch all this wait ghost ghost got no ghost didn't get eaten ghost, ghost did get eaten, eaten but uh, ghost yeah. ghost didn't run all the way to uh to jupes he didn't make it a jupes no way right no yeah he got eaten along the way Exactly. I think the I think Jupe has been playing the little rope dope with the ghost and um with the with the alien spaceship. Mm-hmm. One horse got ate that night. The alien was like, "All right, that was good." Oh, another horse. And then yeah, he was good. going home. Yeah, that's what to I'm be fair. Too. We don't even know the horses are getting um devoured at that moment. We don't. I mean, you, you don't. There's a question because he said just disappearing. He said, I heard <laughs> ghost scream like I never heard a horse scream ever. Yeah. You know, and that was when he's up there. So I'll say real quick um, to Hooper TV's point that this is another great point out of this movie is that it, it sprinkles a lot of theories in there in general or a lot yeah. of things. So like you mentioned in the campers, you know, it's a lot of theories about abductions happening in areas that are not so populated in, in campsites and parks and everything. So there's already like a whole like theory about that going on anyway. Um, so Jordan Peele's like, mm-hmm. eh, let's sprinkle that into the movie. Why don't we? It's almost like playing off of already fears people have, you know? Definitely. Yeah. You know, giving kind of uh, confirmation. This is what actually is happening. So imagine if these fears came to fruition. Mm-hmm. That's what he's presenting with presenting you. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Peel's really tapped into some of that stuff. Um, it's good. It's it's he's playing off of everyday fears. You know, people believe in aliens. People believe in a, 
abductions and you know and jupe's thing is sus like i would never want to go there you know i don't know i don't trust jupe's little setup so i don't know it screams cult and it's almost cult-ish he's feeding i'm let me stop um getting ahead of myself <laughs> um so, so what's their big their big thing is oj sees it right oj sees it goes back to m and it's so funny because i think the movie um you know it's called nope and i think you know uh correct me if i'm wrong i think a lot of black people saw this title and was like finally a movie about black people who just say nope and they you know they're just like they're like oh there's like something creepy going around well i'm out of here that's that's um, he, always, he literally came out and said that um Kaluuya said it in an interview he was like when Jordan approached them about this film uh they had like a two-hour conversation and he never asked the title of the film and then he told him it was nope and uh he was like that's the reaction I want people to have when they watch this movie yeah because <laughs> yeah, you know that always felt like you'd be watching these horror movies of like you know you know these uh people of white descent um being like you know what we got to go back into the haunted house and i just feel like you know a lot of black people in the audience were just like what no nope. just leave like what nope you know but when this comes around when it comes time like oh you saw that thing they don't say nope at least not yet they decide they want to film it um, they want to get the shot the oprah shot the oprah shot <laughs> The Oprah show. So I have a couple. I'm going to be quick here. Um, one, I love this. I love one. I love the the phrase Oprah shot. It's like perfect. Um, it's perfect. I think it really establishes, you know, their motivation, their desires that kind of like brings you through the rest of the movie. It's like you're no longer questioning why they're doing it. You kind of get it. You know what I mean? Like they like want to make it big. They want the Oprah shot. They want to like go viral be famous like make a living off of this um and, and so just, I think there's a small thing of of for the family as well because there's a lot of history with that that ranch so you see that pressure as well kick in yeah and so i think this comes back to like you know maybe jordan peele's second interest is just like you know broadly speaking um like i'm sure there's think pieces that get to this a little more uh clear cut more deeply, but like, you know, just like American capitalism, you know, this like, this desire to- Oh gosh, here we go. Know, this Nino would love this. I mean, it's it's there. Yeah, it's, it's there. Side. He's right though, I agree. No, no, he's right, I agree. Like They're a struggling, they're a, they're a struggling family. They feel this pressure from their father to kind of like hold on to this ranch and like kind of carry on this family legacy of like, you know, he made it big. Like Dan, uh, OJ says early on, like, um you gotta hand it to dad he changed the industry and you can kind of tell when he says that that oj you know one doesn't want to like ruin that legacy but also wants to like do something similar you know um which is pretty much the american dream you know what i mean is like is to make it big is to become someone is to like you know once upon a time have that uh you know house with the white picket fence, you know, it's um, this ideal, aspirational, kind of never reachable, attainable place. Um, and that's what they're kind of after. And 
I both love it because I think the Oprah shot captures it perfectly, but it also it also gets at why they're not saying nope. You know what I mean? Like so many of these horror movies are just like, do not worth it. Just turn around. But like this one gives you kind of like that underlying why they keep why they're doing what they're doing, which I yeah. think is perfect. Well, it's also they're not they don't know the dangers yet, you know, so, th you know, they're not yet saying nope. But to your Very point true. as well, you know, this whole thing about legacy, they are together two parts of their dad, but they're separate parts. You know, OJ lacks the charisma of his dad. She inherited that. And that's why they're supposed to work together, you know, to sell like these commercials and whatnot. He's the horse trainer. She's the salesman. But she but she also doesn't work hard. <laughs> Correct. Whenever she's after work hard. She says no. Actually, um, you know, they say they say the word no nope, uh, throughout the film, not only do. to yeah. the horror elements. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I did. Uh, so but I, yeah, yeah, you gotta give OJ credit too. He's the hard worker. You're right. And got the charisma of Keith David, but OJ got that kind of like work hard mentality. The ethic, um, right? And so yeah, now they, they gotta really work together. together. Yeah, now absolutely. they're both on the same page because I can see that. To get a shot, you don't have to work to get a shot, you know? You buy some equipment, you take a picture. Like you said, you know, she doesn't have the work ethic. So this is easy money right here, you know? You know, she barely has to work to sell this picture and then all their dreams come true. I wanna, I wanna add that we start to notice a pattern of, which our main characters, you know, kind of figure out but to kind of give that parallel also to what Hooper TV was saying, we start to notice, and they've mentioned this a lot. So we've already heard about spectacle, right? We start to know this pattern of a lot of these characters trying to quote unquote, for lack of better metaphor, get the Oprah shot. Um, <laughs> whether it's Jupe, whether it's some other characters that we'll get to very soon, everybody is trying to get their own version of the Oprah shot. Yes. Oof. Yeah. I'm going to write that down because actually to that point, it's like every character is not satisfied with their own, you know, kind of what's going on in their lives. They know there's something more worthwhile out there or, you know, or they want something more out there like they, they want. Yes. Yes. That's a good way to put it. And we yeah. meet our third lead now because they're he's the considered the third lead. Yes. He's the third. I mean, Stephen Yoon is kind of like his own. I think Stephen Yoon's the third. I mean, Stephen Yoon goes on the star billing, but this dude's been on the press tour uh, with everybody. You he's, know? he's big. He plays a role. He he's big. I'm, he's, he's not a no. He's not a well-known name over Daniel uh, Kiki, and Steve, uh, Stephen. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Uh, mm, what is his Angel? Angel. Yeah, angel, 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 uh, see, angel talk, talking about, you know, want the Oprah shot, you know, they're not satisfied with their life. You know, he's working this tech store or the tech department. Uh, he comes and he, he's like, you know, uh, y'all can either set it up or I could do it and probably not take like a day or two, you know, I could do it within like two hours or so. Uh, <laughs> And he inserts himself, you know, he's like, he what does. are y'all trying to do? Or what are y'all trying to get? Uh, Illegally as well. It, it, was it illegal? They didn't pay for it? 
To surveillance well, for him to watch surveillance? Oh, yeah, that he part, watches yes, their stuff. He really <laughs> inserts himself and he keeps inserting himself. He yes. shows back up at the ranch to say, like, yo, y'all seen it yet? You know? Well, yes, he made the perfect discovery though. You know I what's mean, funny though? To everybody's point, um uh like there's this desire to I think to Rose's point about like this desire to kind of capture spectacle. It seems like everybody wants to like capture spectacle in like different ways. Um, and we'll, we'll explore that more, especially with our friend Gordy. Um, you know, uh, you know, Angel, not only that, so they all want to capture spectacle, but they're also kind of dealing with like this weird kind of set of grief. You know, we spoke, we spoke about Keith David dying. We spoke about, um, you know, what we can gather from Jupe's upbringing. But I'm just realizing this right now, our boy Angel is coming off of a, pretty traumatic breakup where his girlfriend just landed a pilot on the CW. Um, That's very so true. He's, ah. he's kind of going through it too. You know what I mean? I forgot <laughs> that that was his whole shtick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel like he hates the CW. I forget, I forget what he says. <laughs> CW. That's a blow like, at me, the right? CW. That is a low <laughs> blow at the CW because they said a pilot because CW shows <laughs> barely make it past the pilot. Mm, yeah no <laughs> he's going through it though it's he i really like that bit little that was a perfect little backstory i thought it was perfect well it's really perfect cool. because also again he's inserted himself nobody asked for his backstory it's like nobody asked for this character they could have gone and just got the supplies they need the cameras and whatnot and then mm -hmm. that character could have been done you know yeah but that's that makes Not that adds to his character you know yeah Nobody Absolutely. wants him here, but he's here. But he makes an important discovery. And I think I think we're timeline timelining it right. He comes back and he notices the cloud. Right? Well, he notices the cloud, but before that, you know. Oh, did I forget they, something? Oh, I'm trying to think. So he comes through. He sets up, he sets everything up. He does. Um Kiki's like, gotta go do something. She goes and gets the uh the statue, the horse statue. Right, um, right, yep. You know, and then they set that up. And takes it from uh, Jupiter, takes it from Jupiter's clan. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Starts a, starts a prank up. war, starts a prank yeah. war. Jupe shows up and is like, hey. And she's like, hey. And then he's like, where'd you? And she's like, where'd you get yours? And says it like before he could say it. <laughs> and he's nowhere near them. And he invites them to a show on Friday yeah. night. Yes. He does. He does invite them Ooh. to the show on Friday night. Yeah, yep. he does. Yep. Mm. Uh, the Star Lasso. Star, the Star Lasso. Lasso. Oh, Star Lasso. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good, good. I would good. say, like, I'm not a big go see a movie twice person, but, like, there is a lot of little things in this movie that I think oh, for sure. really, yeah, just really, like, make the second viewing. Uh, I think it's inte really nice. an intellectual film like this, you're always going to catch more the second time around. You yeah. know, I watched it in 4D around. as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. Just Wait, for 4DX? 4DX, yeah. Oh, was that cool? Was it rocking? It actually time? was cool. It was cool. It was cool. I actually enjoyed it. It was more immersive. My only my only gripe with 4DX is sometimes you can hear the machine, you know, because you can hear it kind of revving up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but other than that, it was you don't have to see that movie like that. Um, but 
because it's that powerful. But it I would say, you know, more. seeing it on a big screen felt really yeah. immersive. I saw like on a big IMAX screen. I don't think we have 4D. It's, I feel maybe like we, it's meant to be big. Yeah, they shot it in IMAX. They shot it. They shot a they number shot of scenes in IMAX. Yeah. But I'll say like, you know, this movie in particular, like there were multiple shots where I'm like, you know, where they're showing the clouds and you're trying to see the UFO where I'm like, like looking left, looking right, trying Amazing. not to miss it. Yes. Yeah, and that like, that feels really enhanced on a big screen like that rather than, you know, maybe yeah. like a smaller one where you're just looking straight at a screen. Yeah, so. no, the cinematic experience can never be, I think, uh, topped, you know? We should shout out the cinematographer. I think he's one of Christopher Nolan's. Oh, um, really? Go-to right. guys. Um, Hoyt Van Hoytema. Ah, right. um, yeah, it looks like he did. Looks like he did Dunkirk and Tenet. He's doing. I see he's done Spectre. Interstellar. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot. And he's so got some good credits. He did. He, I mean, he just did. I thought he did incredible. Like he really oh, was able sure. to bring. I think him and Peel. When you think of like Nolan, big bombastic, and you think of like kind of the movies he's shot, and it's like, oh yeah, perfect fit. You know surprisingly like Jordan Peele where it's been like you know like big movies but like kind of like been self-contained focused on like either just like a person or a family like an unexpected grouping that I think obviously worked flawlessly in this movie well, I think I think this film called for it you know you have the big wide open setting you have mm -hmm. and you know it's on location so you got the mountains in the background you know and you got to give the sense of this giant thing moving in the sky you know i think i think the camera and cinematography calls for you know someone who knows their craft and who can work you know with a big set piece and uh this guy he seems I, I, like the right choice because you have a flying saucer moving about and you got to give the scope of you're not looking at one point in the sky you're trying to find this thing in a vastless sky you know and i feel you get that when you sit down and watch in a movie theater, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, right. to add on to that, the pace, like the pace matches the environment, if that makes sense, now that I'm thinking about it. Cause you have this, this mountainous, vast, like for OJ to get from, for them to get from point A to even Jukes, it, that's a distance. It is, yeah. That's mm -hmm. a distance. So mm -hmm. like things can't happen, but so quick in that area either. So except for the saucer, you know, except for this. Yes. Except for the um, UAP, the UAP. Yeah. We're going to call it something different later on. Uh, it has a name, quote unquote. All yeah. Right. So, yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. So she brings back the uh, the statue. Um, they set up the cameras in another great scene. You're watching. Uh, and I think this is what triggers Angel to be like, what's going on? He's uh OJ's like a little higher, a little higher to the oh, camera. Yeah, like that was the good. angle of the camera. And he's like, he just keeps pointing up. And Angel's just like, what? why would, where are you aiming this thing? Because like, didn't like, they tell him they had robbers or burglars or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something like right. that. So he's like, what's going on here? And so um, yeah, they set up, they set up the horse and they kind of like wait for what's going to happen and, and they tie the flags we, to the horse too i think the 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 horse came with the flag the horse came with the flag the horse, okay. came, with the flag, horse yeah. came with the flags okay. um i have more to say about those flags 
Um, and so, you know, nighttime comes and I think there's like, uh, like some sprinklers are on, like some sprinklers turn on. Um, uh, or, or no, the lights, like, the lights in oh, the ranch come on. Yeah. 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 So, in, in the stable. And OJ has to go exploring. And this gets to what I was talking about earlier, just kind of Jordan Peele kind of just flexing some muscle. Um, and I think this gets to what we were saying earlier about like, what movie is this? It's like, mm-hmm. OJ goes in, OJ, OJ turns the light off, light comes back on, the camera focuses on OJ kind of turning around the look and it lingers there for a little bit. Then the camera flips and you see, a and you little don't, creature. You don't see it at first. I didn't see it at first until yeah. it started moving so subtly. Yep. I was like, oh shit, mm. it's right there. Mm. Right. And then yeah. what? Another one moved from behind it, too. I don't think the camera moves. I think it starts to stand up and the camera yeah. stays right there. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, alien invasion. I know what movie we're in now. And then another one pops up for the jump scare. Um, yes. Well, they also have that big. You can't tell the size of them either. No, you can't. It's being shot in the way they're moving. Yeah. But then you had that great scene too, where he's got his camera out, his phone camera, and it's it's peeking its head ever so slightly around the corner, and you're like, "What are you doing?" Hilarious. I think it's hilarious because he's still trying to capture the shot. He has this old school phone out that he's trying to. (laughs) At this point, you're telling him, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) run. Nope. This is where you should Mm -hmm. be saying nope. You know? Mm -hmm. And then, yes, then they hit you with the jump scare. And then first rug pull, I think, you know, because it's just Joop's kids. Wait, before you jump into Joop's kid, he punches one. He punches punches one, one, which is really (laughs) funny. Um, It ends up being Joop's kids. And um, like I was saying earlier, yeah, it's like a rug pool. It's kind of like, you know, um, him like just kind of like flexing some muscle, but it just feels like, it also feels like Jordan just being like, yo, I can do jump scares. You know what I mean? Like I I could crush a jump scare movie. I'm choosing not to. Just yeah. a little taste. I, can, I could do a whole movie like this. I could do Scream. I could do Halloween Kills or whatever. But I'm going for, I mean, dare I say it? He's going for big spectacle. spectacle. He's going Go for something more. You know what I mean? So, which ties right back into obviously the thematic things he's exploring. So, I don't know. I, it's like when I saw it the second time, it was kind of weird because the first time, obviously, you're terrified. You're like, oh, right. shit, there's the aliens. And the second time, you know the joke. And so it's kind of like, you're just waiting for the punchline, which isn't like obviously the best experience when you know the punchline. But um, I don't know. Still, really like that scene. Yeah, no, it was definitely had well, had me on my toes, and Captain Falcon as well. Uh, and actually, we were surrounded by a good couple of people. And then we're all talking like, "Ooh, what are you there, doing? You better run." Better there was move. one guy beside me, and he was curling up in his seat, and he was like, "Oh hell no, <laughs> no." Nope. <laughs> that's, that's nope. the effect. That's the effect that you should have in that scene. And then, you know, it, it, it's a rug pull. And it, as Hooper TV said, you know, he's gone for something more. And then, because what do they have another encounter with the UAP that night, or that was yeah? Because uh, it has to eat the the statue. 
and yeah, it, it, it starts a tornado. It starts a tornado. The locust, the locust, or the praying mantis. Which I want to say real quick, at least for me, when the praying mantis was on there. In my mind, I'm like, what is because you don't you still don't know what's going on. So I'm like, is this like intentionally happening from the Ah, uh, yes, I thought it was an alien. Uh, yes, yeah. definitely thought that too. Thought it was mm-hmm. like, oh, they can control the insects. This is all planned. I think Wild. it's just coincidence at this point. It was pure coincidence. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, in the definitely. moment, I, I was like, what? This can't be. I, I, thought it was I was like, hey, what 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 else could go wrong? You know, it's, yeah. it's here because it starts. I think this is the first time we see it start the tornado. Um, and he's running, I think. Yeah, he, I think he does run. Um, and I think he like hides under the shed, one of the thing. Yeah. yeah, the shed. Um, because the thing definitely gets ate, no, or called up to the mothership. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, it gets that, and then the statue does. Right, and that's why it stops because it can't. It couldn't digest. I mean, uh. It was it, just too much. It, 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 was, just it was too, too much. much. It. It, well, it was enough for the night. How about that? Uh, and you see this? Do you see the flags hanging out? You see the flags mm-hmm. hanging out, mm-hmm. right? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also forgot. Did we even mention the uh, that it messes with electronics and lights like that? We mentioned it briefly, but yeah, the power go. One of the cameras went out. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. uh, supposed Angel to have call, backup. They're supposed to have a backup generator. Like, yeah. One went out, but the backup generator doesn't even work because it shuts on everything. Yep. Everything, you know? yeah. That and puts so, Angel on alert too. Yes, right. exactly. And uh, Angel and uh, oh, what's her name from Euphoria? She makes a little appearance. A little appearance. A uh, cat, cat from cat. Euphoria. Yeah. Cat. <laughs> uh, just we pointed it out. I was like, look, it's Euphoria. Yeah, um, that was a I mean, nice little. I, I saw her name in the in the opening credits too. Funny enough, those opening credits, that is the thing, you know, with yep. the names. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we're, I mean, we'll come back to it. Um. So yes, Angel the next day comes over, says, you know, what do you see? Every cloud moves except for one cloud. Mm-hmm. It's camping right there. And camping to, right there. to me, that's, that's horror. It's right yeah. there. Yeah, you know, like in plain sight. I mean, uh, it thinks it's not seen, but the fact that they know it's there is scary because it's been right there the whole time. Yep. You know, just kind of waiting it out, playing a waiting game. So that build that's that builds suspense, and it's it's a. I feel a lot of it's nuanced and subtle, and it works. I think it works on many levels compared to your run-of-the-mill horror films absolutely yeah like what is the killer doing in the room in the corner for like 20 minutes what's he gonna do you know but here it's a saucer you know that can close that distance in like five seconds you know and you still don't know what it's about who's right at all what it's after it's just camping right there um but it's like the perfect amount because of like not being scared or kind of being not terrified yet because they're just like all right let's just get it on film they decide i think at this point to call the dude they reach out to him uh anson and um hold antlers up. antlers holst okay antlers holst. good name. Ant- what a name uh 
and he's not a he's not about it um i forget why he's not about it he says like the impossible shots impossible yeah uh, he spoke like a lot that. of code he's very a lot cryptic. of riddles yeah. yeah yeah a lot of riddles a lot of code they call him cryptic uh angel calls him cryptic later in the film he's like yeah. uh antlers is speaking cryptic i don't know yep. what he's doing yeah. um so yeah he rejects them and i think what we get is a digestion track next um now now the question is does um and obviously we could look up the plot but like what happens next is it do we get what's happening at um jupes or do we get the gordy flashback now i think actually i think we do go back to jupes and we do get the uh gordy flashback uh, I, I got her up right here. I'm trying not to look at it. I don't want to look at it as a reference. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the sequence. Um, yes, I... No, no, we... Okay, so we go we go to Jupe's show. We don't actually um, get the flashback yet. We see what the show is about. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, he introduces, uh, you know, what he's been doing. He's the support, support from his wife. And children and then one of his co-stars is in the stand wait 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 let's set the tone yeah let's set the on, tone yeah. because wait, 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 wait. you start in his office he's obviously got some oh. some jitters some nerves okay okay fair and, then, fair. and, and i and, think and i think what's his name realized oj realizes what's going down he like gets he like finally like looks at the paper and is like oh that's what they star lasso that's oh you I mean what when they're he's, doing and he realizes what they're doing with the horses too, and why Juke's been buying so many horses. That's very true. He went back oh. to get. A, he went back to check on a horse. He yeah, I think he yeah. was like, "I'm gonna go get lucky." Yeah, he like, said, "I'm gonna go get lucky." Weird stuff's going on. Yeah, I think he realized, um, and then we cut to them. Well, does he also realize? He says it doesn't move like a ship. Did he say that? Yes, he does he say, say that. He starts, he starts saying stuff like that. You know, and he's why, in tune with the animals. While mm. we're here. While we're here, he also mentions the Emerald OJ, um, the concept of a bad miracle. Mm, yes, yes, mm. Rose. And I take the it away. bad miracle goes back to the shoe standing up as well. Oh, in the okay. shots you see. And once we dive into Gordy's outbreak, I think we, I think we start to understand why because at what point does also at what point does um i won't you know what let's just go to the show no no I think, you know I think you, everything comes right at the show no you you had it right you're in jupe's office and he's preparing for the show and it zooms in on his face and then it zooms in to young jupe under the the table ah and now you get his perspective of what really went down and gordy is like crushing as uh chris Catan did uh he's crushing a poor woman yeah the, i think it's the girl this the girl his sister yeah. Yeah. yeah um who miraculously survived which um, okay hold on uh i, I got something to say about that there's a there's a i don't know if you're gonna tie it either but there's a tie to that that i know peel had in his mind or at least thought about or maybe not go ahead well i was just gonna i was just gonna say uh quickly that we spoke about the trailer in the second trailer maybe spoiling some things yeah um and i'll get come back to that point 
overall later. But I'll just say now, it's unfortunate. But like the 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 girl who gets crushed, who comes to the show later, is like her deformed face is kind right. of used in the trailer. Oh, I, you're I right. Think it's a misdirect where you're watching the trailer, like oh shit. It's a complete misdirect. It is it a, misdirect. a complete misdirect. When she's just like unfortunately had her face beat in by this chimp. So which is crazy because go look up chimp attacks and go look up the people who survive it's bad um, Ooh, no. also look up look up, chimp, look, look up chimp attack survivor and look up oprah oh right she brought there's a survivor on. there's a survivor that came on oprah yeah chimps are serious like plenty of the apes nailed it this no, but also oprah shot oh the oprah shot wow you think chimp you think survivor so? came on oprah in 2009 yeah i, I remember that one I think um, these these are a little loose. I think there the is loosies. an overall kind of commentary on like media in general. Oh, possibly. Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, that. yeah. Let's yeah. Let, let's. All right. So yeah, let's get to it. So hold on. So this is when. So before the ship comes down to Jupe's landing, right? They show all of Gordy's flashbacks. They show all Gordy's flashbacks. So this you, is the yeah. Gordy section. This like is Gordy. Yes. Yes. This is Gordy's Gosh. section. Yes. All right. Yeah. So yeah, we can get into it. It's like, it, it's like what we were saying earlier. I think it's like, and this will tie back into more. It's like this idea of ca capturing spectacle. Um, and I know that's what he's exploring. I'm unsure of like the final points he's trying to come down on. It could just be like, you know, capturing spectacle leads to a number of different scenarios. But, you know, what was happening with Gordy was that these producers and these, you know, move TV show makers were like, hey, we can we can make some money off of this charming monkey. Uh, I think they said there was multiple chimps that were playing. Him. There were like, multiple yeah. chimps. Yep. Yeah. I was like, we can make some money off of this, you know. <laughs> Off this fist bump. Like, yo, these monkeys do fist bumps. So you can make the first money. exploding fist bump. The first exploding fist bump. You know, like they said, we can capture this. We can contain it. We can control it. We'll, it'll be fine. Um, until it wasn't. Until some balloons popped and one went bazooka. That's is that um, that's that's why it, that that's that what's that's what set him off. Was it the balloon? Yeah, the, the balloon goes up, pops. Mm -hmm. And then he's crazy. done. Okay. Um, and it's just like it's something so minute. Something. Oh, and the, I'm sorry. They keep popping the balloons. They keep popping. Yeah, throughout the throughout the scenes. And um, it's like it's like they thought they were in control. They did it a whole first season, and then just one episode in season two, some balloons start popping, and it goes crazy. And I'm unsure if it's saying like, yo, capturing. Um, spectacle like this is impossible it's fruitless you know all ends bad eventually um i'm not too sure uh what i, I think was it's more, more disregard more disregard yeah, I mean, for you know more exploitation and disregard for you know or di or a disrespect for nature too. yeah i didn't mean to catch you off but awesome mm -hmm. yeah no, no, no. i was just gonna i was gonna say that um speaking of like what you're saying disregard what i was more fascinated by or what caught my attention more more than like thematic symbolism was like you have juke who saw it firsthand was a bear witness to like kind of like what happens when you try to capture a spectacle and things go wrong 
And as I said earlier, the way he tells that story using the SNL kind of framing clearly says he hadn't processed that story even a little bit. And then he's the one that leads them into doing something very similar. Once again, trying to capture uh, uncontrollable nature, uncontrollable spectacle, um, just like this, like, thing you really know nothing about. You had no idea this monkey could be set off by a balloon. You don't know this UAP. You don't know. It's not a, it's not a saucer. It's not a ship. As he finds out right before it, you know, does what it does to him. Um, so I don't know. I thought that parallel was interesting that he saw firsthand of how badly this could go. Didn't learn his lesson does it again um I, I feel like his trauma made him because you know with gordy gordy didn't attack him gordy, gordy came up didn't to him, attack him he saw gordy right in the eyes and they did the exploding fist pump right um before everything happened so i think part of that trauma too is yeah right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so um uh, to kind of build off that is like I, in a sense is he thinking you know maybe i am like the like the special one that can actually control this. Like I, I can actually get a handle on this. Like I, like with Gordy, Gordy didn't attack me. You know, these, 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 whatever it is, it's not trying to get me. All I got to do is try to control it and keep it in range and, um, and I'll be fine and I can make money off of it and, and benefit from it too. And, it and we see good. that, and we see that with the other characters as well in different ways, which goes back to the, the whole Oprah shot thing. Because even OJ and them want to somewhat control it in their benefit, mm -hmm. but they they come around. So let me let me ask: Is there is there something more to say when they shoot Gordy? You know, um, I don't know. It's the only way it could have ended. You know, that monkey wasn't. He wasn't had to go. Away. Right, um, he was not coming out of there. I, you know, so. It's so funny because everything can tie into later things. So uh, I don't know if we want to table that specific section. We could table it. We could table the it. Ending, That's you know fine. I mean? That's I fine. I don't know. Because it could tie into obviously how the movie oh, ends. Dang. I see. I don't know what you're going to say now. And I, <laughs> what now do you mean? I'm, I'm going to hold out what I'm going to say then. Okay, okay, sure. Table it. Write it down. I'll it. say this. I'll say this. Maybe it's a maybe it's a natural instinct food chain thing. All right. You know, once once, you know, Gordy felt aggravated for some reason, threatened, lashes out. And now humans got to, you know, get it, get rid of Gordy because now they're threatened. They got to do it. Can you say or do they, they, they want to cover it up? Who knows? You know, however you look at that. Could, um, but they have to reestablish dominance in that. Right. In that sense. Could you say they had to get their shot? See what I did there? You could All right, moving on. What's the next scene? Let's uh, <laughs> pick a new thing. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Real quick, um, Terry Notary, who does the mocap for um, Gordy, mm -hmm. uh, he's been doing Planet of the Apes. He did King Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. Uh, he's got some mad props with uh, monkey mocap. So okay. I also like to say uh, this might have been the scariest scene for me, to be honest. Uh, well, you get the eye table. shot, too. Huh? You see the eyes shot too. You don't know. Still don't know what's going on with Gordy because you see Gordy's eyes, right? As well, yeah. The whole time I'm thinking it's this the same aliens, but 
Uh, moving forward, so what? I, uh, I also thought it was some thing. aliens. Thing right. being impacted, yep. Again, <laughs> we you don't have a grasp on what this movie is. No, you uh, still don't. <laughs> yeah. And so I want to say one more thing. Too, Go ahead. Is the monsters that we see, obviously one of the trauma things that influenced like the design that Jute made for like the fake monsters, quote unquote, that his kids put the mask on. When we see that shot of Gory going in, there's a line of cameras they look like the they look just like the eyes of the mask. Like immediately, I noticed it as soon as it came in. I'm like, this looks like it looks like the mask that are, that we saw the first like rug pull. Uh, mm, and then we go to the show, we see that they're selling it. They're selling. And I'm like, it, yeah. is this you know, is this is this Jupe like also processing and thinking this I is think what? So. Yeah. Or I selling think so. selling fears. It's selling um, fears, and this is what is is scary. I think it's definitely trying to touch upon profiting off of your trauma, I think, you know? Mm, um, yeah. And I think, and I think this is like, not to get too deep, but I think this is something that I think a lot of, um, you know, filmmakers, we could say black filmmakers, filmmakers of, you know, of, of, you know, of rougher backgrounds, you know, this idea of like profiting off of their trauma, like taking their trauma, trying to shape it into a, whether it's like, you know, a book or sh not a book, but like show it symbolically in a movie, just like show it like straight up. Um, I think that is something that I think Jordan's exploring in this movie too. I can see that. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, cause like the idea of like, you know, I think it's safe to say what we know about this character, that moment with, um, uh, with the monkey, um, uh, with Gordy was probably super traumatizing, whether he believes it or not. And I think yeah. it manifests itself in these masks, like you were saying, Rose, like, yeah. you know, yeah, you just, it's a beautiful it shot. Cause you just see a whole bunch of cameras that were running. But the if you and if you see it again, like please, you'll see it immediately. You'll notice it. You see, like the camera rolls have like the way it's shot. They have these beady, like black, just looks in each other, and they're both round, like you know, the old school film. They look like eyes, and they look just mm -hmm. like the mask and the beady eyes that you saw up there for sale with the other things for sale at Jupiter's claim. Um, I can totally our see last social. So, Ooh, I just uh, I shouldn't be on Google Images. I just saw something. Maybe we'll talk about it later. Um, but yes, uh, moving forward from that scene, um, we get to we cut back to him. Yeah, we cut back to him, right? Oh, oh, oh so we want to talk about how he tried to pull out, uh, try to get the thing to come. With Lucky, yeah, right? that's what happens next, right? Oh, I thought we talked about it already. Right. Okay, so Lucky is bait. All right. Lucky yeah, is bait. So yeah. So Lucky's bait, and um, what I like, I'm gonna jump back to the filmmaking here. The, the string coming down from the sky is one of the coolest things. I don't know, that I think maybe in this movie, maybe I've seen in movies for a long time. I feel this movie has so many like seemingly simple ideas that both make sense, like for like the world of the movie, you know what I mean? like. Yeah, like, you know, M gets a horse that happens to have, like, a string on it. But it, like, visually comes across as, like, just brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like what a what a cool, scary... And it came early. 
Uh, yeah, it comes early, and then you see the string, and just like the string is just like, you know what that is, and it's just like this perfect way to like kind of, I don't know, just like it's it's impending doom with the most harmless of objects. You wouldn't think, yeah, these flags yeah. would, you know, represent impending doom. Exactly, and it's visually cool. It's like a cool, creative, like oh, I would have never. I don't think a lot of filmmakers think of like doing it that way you know what i mean like mm -hmm. um maybe some would use like blood dripping out or whatever it's just like it was like i thought that was really cool very it's, smart it's nuanced again you know that's it's the beauty in this filmmaking uh that he puts into this film it's like you know because it was all in the posters this this string yeah. flags you know you never thought twice about it the cloud was in the poster you never thought twice about the uh, clouds um steven's hat when they were doing his ah, promo run we were talking about right. that in the beginning yeah yeah mm -hmm. yep. you would never think you would never think uh um, because because the big reveal comes right now yeah oh yes. oh when it zooms in right like uh it kind of uplifts it like turns up turns up like so, this. yeah yeah it opens up and kind yeah it opens but it, up it, it goes past lucky it doesn't go for lucky does lucky. not go for lucky Lucky is Lucky the one. Lucky lives. Like, lucky lives. No, lucky is Lucky got the lucky. one. Is Lucky the one that is his best horse? The one that doesn't get distracted. Lucky. Well, I know he has a bond with Lucky. Ghost was his dad's. Ghost was uh, dad. Jean Jacket. There's, there's Jean one. Jack, the Jean Jacket like, is the one they can't tame. Right. Jean Jacket was supposed to be for Emerald, and she and never so got they, to train. And so they Jean named. Jacket. We can call it. We can call it now. It's is an this, alien. This is when they call it Jean Jacket. Uh, that's what they after. eventually call it. They Jean call jacket. it the alien. They call it Jean Jacket after. Yeah, after yeah. this. After this. Yeah. After this. After this. But we can we can we can say it's an alien right now because oh for sure it, it's an animal. It's alive. It's a, we it's start getting shots of of. We start getting some shots too. We, we get see some, get some sucking up. We get. Well, some, that's we a, see them get eight. It's well, we don't see them get like. I mean, I think you see them go up a bit. You but see like, struggle, and it's you don't know what's going on still because it's like this. Yeah. Oh, what when they're inside? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It kind of just cuts to them being inside, and I'm thinking, oh man, someone's got a knife. They're gonna start stabbing away. Uh, yeah, no, not the case. They're dead. They're getting digested. Also, right. by then, don't we get this weird like we get the square. Well, we're like, what is this? Like, is this like a, a frame? Oh, the square, the vacuum. The square, yeah. Inside, yeah. yeah inside. You... And, but you you're still confused. You're still you're confused. You're still confused. They, but that's like, I feel like the first cleanest, clearest moment that, oh, this isn't a ship with aliens. You know, this is an alien. Something else entirely. Um, yeah. Which and I, I want to say this twist is, it made me love the movie. That's the it thing. made me love the movie. We talked about the trailers ruining things. So going in, I said earlier, you know, I was like, I was in this weird place with Jordan Peele where I was like, you know, I'm glad he's like, you know, this black director out here, like putting on for, you know, other inspiring filmmakers, black filmmakers. Like, I'm I'm really happy he's in this role, but like hadn't been in love with this movie is the way I kind of wanted to be. Um, and so going in, saw the first trailer, I was like, I don't really know what's happening here, but I like Kluya, I like Keith Palmer. And that second trailer, they did show, you know, the UFO. And I was like, 
all right, looks like Jordan Peele's making a UFO movie. I'm sure there'll be like some wild symbolism that I can like care for or not care for. And I kind of like went in kind of just like lollygagging, but kind of dis a little disappointed that the trailers revealed the UFO. Um, but it didn't even looked that cool. Um, <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, that's all right, UFO movie. But he got you. He did that for a reason. He knew. Right. He knew that wasn't the twist. He knew like, yeah. ah, you know, like I'm saving all the good stuff for the movie. And so I thought I knew this movie going in and I didn't, you know, that trailer didn't spoil anything. That, that was my expectation for this film. Don't try to expect anything. He gave you, he gave you breadcrumbs, but really don't even try to pick them up and follow it because you just come in with this idea of what this movie could be and then it i mean if you do come in like that the rug pull is going to be great you know but if you come in just with a blank slate altogether, it's still going to be great so that's what I, I i remember seeing the second trailer and i was like ah dang it it's a ufo but then i was like wait let me not fall for it there's probably something more and something deeper and he made the ufo uh sentient he made it alive he made it an animal i don't think that's been done oh, cool. before that so is amazing cool. to me that blows my mind and it 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 hits along with the theme of the movie and by the time we finish well with some of the things it's not just the thing but yeah like it's a monster it's right a monster. and, and I you monster. expect you expect alien like everybody expect all right ufos and some type of extra like intelligence no it's just it's just a predator it's an alien but it is a predator that has landed here yeah and and that's the that's the subversion is that you know imagine you know people who swear they've seen ufos they think it's a ship and they think there's people inside of it what if it was just alive mm. you know just that just a i don't even know to say animal but yeah just a predator that happened to land on earth somehow and, yes. and, 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 and abductions abductions were not people being abducted they're people being eaten What's wild is that um, I think they reveal why it's there in the first place. Like, so you have the six months when Keith David is, um, you know, uh, has the things fall on him. Mm -hmm. They speak about the campers. And I think right around that time is when um, I think uh, in his speech, Jupe is saying, six months ago, I was right here and I saw something crazy. I saw a horse run out and this thing come swoop down and get it. And so I think since that time, Juke's been like reeling him in, you know, yes. just like, yes. he's been doing these, he's been practicing these shows, buying these horses. And that's what had this, you know, I'm, I'm guessing uh, what Peel is implying here is that, you know, this thing just moves around, does his thing, but it's settled down in this area because, you know, they've been uh, Juke's character Jupe's just been trying to, you know, uh, make a profit off of it, you know, eventually make a show, capture the spectacle, you yeah. know? We, we get so. this shot of Jupe that is amazing where he's looking up and it's about to be eaten. But this is what makes me think of Gordy. You know, he saw Gordy after the old attack. He saw Gordy right in his eyes. Gordy didn't attack him, right? Gordy came and gave him a fist bump after Clobber and everything mm -hmm. else, right? So you see, you kind of see that when he's looking up at 
the predator, even though it's coming in to mm. eat him, he's looking up like <laughs> in awe with his eyes open. And I feel like it, you know, based on what he's went through is he's like, okay, I get to see it. It's not gonna get me, but it's bringing him up and yeah. it's finishing him off. And that's exactly what Gordy didn't do to him. So I think in a sense, he didn't even, he didn't even feel fear either. Right. Or maybe he did, a, but he maybe he's triggered. I think that's and the thing that comes back to like, we just like, we don't know these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Gordy went off after some balloons pop. You know, Jupe survives. You know, he was looking at the monkey. Um, and maybe he thinks like, yeah, I'm like one of the good ones. I can get away with this. But like, you thought this thing was a UFO. You can't look at this thing in the eye. That's what triggers it. You know what I mean? And we I also learned that. It, it, we also it, learned we can't make eye contact. Is, is, so that's what happened, huh? That's it. That's why it didn't go Everybody, for... Everybody looked up at it. It sucked ah, up everybody okay. looking up at it and all. Except for Lucky. OJ gets there. Lucky OJ gets, except Lucky. Lucky's gone. OJ gets Lucky got lucky. OJ's in like that little tunnel area. Yes. He never look. He gets a glimpse of it, but he never looks directly oh, at so it. So wait, was OJ there? Was OJ there? OJ comes at the tail end. OJ comes at the tail end. But it's, it's still uh, going. It's still going around. It's around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So OJ arrives and the place is deserted. OJ is like yo, what's going on? And then yeah. he, you know, he knows that the Star Lasso experience and he's probably come to the conclusion that like, oh, they got swooped up. Uh, he wanders over there and he's like- He tries to lucky. get lucky to come. And he's like, but he then knows, he, lucky, he knows yeah. it's in the area. Yep. So yeah. he's like, lucky, you know, get over here. I think lucky knew too, that's why lucky was. <laughs> lucky's like, nah, I'm good. Uh, right, nope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lucky said, nope. And so OJ like keeps trying to bring him over, and then you start seeing the ship in the sky because the ship is lurking. Lucky knows it, and lurking, I think OJ yeah. knows it too. That's why he's staying under, kind of like peeking his head around, trying to get them. And then it comes to try attack. Yes. And then it tries to come and attack, lifts OJ that he slams his head on the. Yeah. Right. He's in the tunnel. He's in like a tunnel or some wood, so they he, he, the the monster can't get directly to him. And yeah, then when, when he comes to, he realizes it's gone because the uh, the jupes, you can't stay here. Uh, no, 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 uh, that's true. I didn't even realize that. That is true. I didn't right. think about that. Either. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the indicator, yeah. Lucky also comes out, too. Lucky's like, yo, the coast is clear. Yeah, Lucky, Lucky comes back mm -hmm. out to signal that the coast is clear, and they make their yeah. way back up. Lucky's like, all right. We're I'm here. We're here in the <laughs> act that we're here. They're mm -hmm. ready. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and so the thing is pissed. The thing, the uh, alien is heated. Um, I don't know if he's mad about the getting his sarcophagus. Yes, yeah, he's yes. mad yes. about the the fake horse. It's it's the feeling pain. Horse. Yeah, it's in pain he's, from trying to. Do this, the, yeah, in pain. Yeah, he's mad. He knows it knows it was it knows, them. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, that was that was targeted. Yes. So what? We oh, yes. targeting the house. Yeah, we get back to the house. Um, yes. he's planted it's storming outside, but it's uh, a simulated rain, I think. Angel's like, yo, like I'm I'll see you later. Hops in the car. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's just real rain. Angel gets maybe out of no. Oh, he doesn't mile. get far at all. No, yeah. he, he made it all. He made it enough to run back inside the house with no Angel's problems. like, oh, it's you can see it on his face where he's like, Oh, why it's my car. Oh, and he like books it back to the house, yeah. And then, and then, the the real rain 
before the fake rain comes down. Yes. Um, the yeah. blood. Well, OJ's the, trying to make it back. He has yep. Lucky in the in the truck in yep. the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he Read knows, one of my he knows what's, yeah, he's rushing. He knows there's danger coming back to that house. But then and his M's car just, stops too. The house. M's at the his house. car stops and we get to, yep. we get to one of, one of the best scenes where his car stops and- I'll say this, I'll it. say this. The he's, line that we started out with, I wrote it down in the beginning of the movie. I will cast abominable filth upon you, make you vile and make you a spectacle. Ooh. That Ooh. was the quote in the beginning of the film. That's the quote in the beginning uh, of the film. Okay. All right. All right. We get I feel like I've shot. been over I feel like I've been overusing the word spectacle and now I feel a little better about it. Um Oh yeah, it's in the it's in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> but um and so yeah, so it's like yeah, so he sees it's out the house and he can't really see very well and neither can you the viewer. But then like the rain shifts in like this really cool way where it's like you know probably the aliens coming and it's like gliding off the car and then shifting to like around him um which is cool that's not even my favorite part of the scene it's the part when finally we get to like the heart of the movie title where (laughs) you know he's trying to see outside and he's like he opens the door i think he opens the door oh here we get yeah looks into the mouth of the beast and he just like Nope. Nope. Stay right there. He's like, must stay right here. Well, why didn't the beast spit out the um the he the, spit uh, out the fake horse? I think yeah. he locks the car first. Yeah, yes, he locks he the car. He spits the out car. the fake horse. He locks the car first. He thinks he's good. He's like, I'll just camp right here. And then yeah, the real uh, the we fake horse pop. drops. We get a little pop scare right there. And, that's, and then I think that proves he's pissed. Yeah, that's definitely kind of I know what you did. type of feel. Yeah. He's like, don't try that again. Then it goes mm-hmm. to the house. Then it goes to the house. Oh, then it goes to the house. Are that, yes. Okay. No, he was I, at the house know. first. Yeah, it's the house first, and then then they ride it out. He sleeps uh, in the car. Oh, yeah, he yeah. stays in the car Angel the whole night. Angel M and OJ, they all ride it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. Edit out my quote. Edit out the quote from beginning. No, your quote's good because no, no, no. That quote comes back. Well, I mean, they made the house. You know, a spectacle because he, you oh, know, yes. dropped. They he dropped all the filth. That was all the blood of all the people at Jupes. What a shot! Yeah. That's straight. That's straight horror. Yeah, yeah, that. that yeah. Yes, that was and, with the blood first hitting the windows and creative yes. horror. Just oh yeah. Like, you know what? During that time, once again, trying to figure out what movie we're in, I thought like. I don't know. I thought he was going to take over some insects. I thought like a monkey was going to show up that he had control of. I thought he was going to drop like one of the people and he was going to like mind control them somehow. Um, but I like that they just kept it like, you know, a regular predator. Regular. It animal. was, it was, yeah. but it's like he's a smart predator. It was a flex. That's it, what never that got, was. it never, dare I say, it never got supernatural with it. It stayed. It stayed like, despite being something otherworldly that like we don't quite understand, it stayed yeah. kind of like grounded in a way. I'm sorry. You know, it was territorial. That was him marking his territory. That was him <laughs> telling them. Cause I forgot that was the whole thing that they said was that it is territorial, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Cause it felt like, it felt like he was kind of fine sharing for a little bit. It was like, yeah, I'm just gonna come get my food. And then, 
But then he said, "All right, y'all get y'all gotta get out of here. Y'all gotta get eight. Um, this is all mine now." I think they broke the status quo with the uh, I think so. the fake horse. Yeah. I think that's when he kind of lost it. Yeah, and so I think so. Yeah. So they ride out the night, and then uh, they uh, reconvene at Angels. They have I to escape. They have to escape because yeah, they have to leave. I think he's still. No, they wrote, they wrote the it area. out though. They whose car did they sneak into? They um, OJ helped them get into Angels. Oh, Angel's car. Yeah, yeah, and they go back to Angels' place and uh, what? I think they're calling it quits. So like, this is crazy, you know? It was yeah. yeah. They were. Uh, it was like they were eating somewhere and angel like makes a joke about like how good the fish is yeah and oj's like you can't look at it in the eyes or yeah something like, OJ that. And like, and like nobody wants to talk about that read the room <laughs> oj wasn't ready to oj wasn't ready to give up he wasn't at that point he was analyzing everything because oh, he's man. an animal trainer he's We've like not this is about an how animal. funny this movie was we've not talked no, about no, how funny the, the movie's the movie's hilarious especially it's i need so to look funny. at it again because some of the a lot of these jokes lead into things like yeah it's more exactly. easy to catch i mean they're exactly. at the video store and angels and they're like yeah all the power went out like our phones went out and stuff angels like your phone doesn't just lose powers okay yeah he tries to <laughs> mansplain them like how yeah. it works <laughs> you could lose wi-fi but it won't lose power um yeah no um yeah that was so funny obviously the dope scene was so funny this movie had so many funny scenes and like yeah uh oj trying to be like uh, <laughs> i don't think you can look at it <laughs> just being like nobody, Bro, nobody wants to talk, talk about, about that <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny again he plays uh, it up so well and again kiki too uh they play off of each other very well you know and yeah. i say this about kiki m m was mm-hmm. swagged out she was bit, these colors swagged out mm-hmm. she was so cool swagged out she was she was, so she was cool. she's the hip She's kind of hipster in a sense, you know. That's the that's yeah. kind of vibe I was getting from the hip, her. The hip, cool lesbian, you know. Les- oh, well, yeah, I guess. Did she say she rolls yeah, that way? Yeah, she said I got a lady. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she made a couple of guys. Yeah, she, she be knocking the them down. The she be knocking them down, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> she even mentioned one about her therapist. She's like, yeah, my therapist told me, I, you know, I'd be knocking it down sometimes. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> No, nah, she's so cool. She's so cool. Her, her delivery uh, is spot on for sure. Um, she's so good. She's so good. So, um, so what is it? They um, OJ convinces OJ's them. Just like, OJ's just like, we got to do it. We got to do it. Well, they get and, a call too from so it was Antlers. Like, yeah, that was Antlers a tipping. Holst. Yeah, that was a tipping bird right there to get it, him back on board. Yeah, it was like because you know, um, it's not like. It's not like OJ gives like a browsing speech or anything. It's like M is like, do you, what what are we doing this for? And you know, we just kind of like we got to do it. And M's like, ah, oh, fine. But you kind of watch. It's like cool because it's like OJ starts like starts walking and M starts to follow. And so you see that M's in like she's going to follow him. Yeah. And then dog call from or the text from you're right antlers comes through so that's like so i think she's in no matter what but then that love like, and support that's, that's it's that support that love yeah. and support yeah. that sibling love and support it's like freak like the antlers kind of puts it over the top the cherry it's on like, top right all right i'm doing this oh and we just got a text from antlers so which is dope she's loyal loyal sister yeah it's good stuff it's good stuff 
So um, where are we now? They're back at the house. We're at the best set. part of the movie. Yeah, they're about to set it up. They they're setting it up. Right. Set it up. Uh, they know they, they can't look at this beast in the eyes or whatever it is. They, they know, know they this thing. They know this thing now has a fear of the flags. So they went and get all those. Uh, yeah, those uh, whatever the, the thing is, those the wacky, dummies. the wacky, yeah. whatever wacky, thing. wacky inflatable flailing <laughs> arm tube, man. Wacky okay, so yeah. Tube, yes. All right, so I love this next couple stuff. And I'll just quickly say this ties back to like the string stuff of like, just like a perfect, makes sense plot wise, great visual. You know what I mean? Seeing these things all throughout, like laid out, just like led to like some really cool, unique, unlike anything I've ever seen, like, visuals on the screen because they were like they were perfect because like they served a purpose to represent like let everybody know when electricity was out yep. like made sense but like visually speaking it was also just cool and like there's so much stuff that happens in this movie that are just like visually like artistic visually cool visually stunning and oh, i yeah. don't know well because in, 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 in a barren gulch with no color here they are putting these colorful wacky inflatable flailing on tube men to signify yeah the presence i thought it was creative as well exactly you know? yeah and it, it didn't come out of left field because the breadcrumbs are in the beginning they pass them on the way to the gulch mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. they get the car batteries from all the dead people at um at jupe's place you know yep. to power those things oh, i didn't realize that's what they were doing yeah yep. that's what they did they got the car batteries to power them uh and he connected uh, angel connected all of them uh, this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah it was good. Ants, Ants got the um, got the old school film going. He, he's got the IMAX camera. <laughs> that was, that's an IMAX camera. He's um, it's so cool because it's like this feels like uh, the parts in like Ocean's Eleven, like you know, like the team the gathered, everybody's here, and there's it's time for the heist. It's time to get the Oprah shot. They're going right. to oh, yeah. steal the Oprah shot. Everything's being put up, and like the exhilaration I felt like in these scenes like when they're building up to like the moment like we're awesome like was, so cool it was very well done very very well structured and executed you know mm, yeah so what the big days here um big days here there's um there's so much we can unpack there's I no calm there's no calm before the storm they don't have a little there's powwow a that's a little bit of calm yeah is there a, is there powwow i there's like a little yeah yeah like I, I don't remember what was the powwow it's uh um so um, it's like the calm before the storm. Um, and the first time I saw oh, it, I didn't think let's much go, of it. baby. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's that, there's that. But it's like before that, they're all sitting down at dinner. They're sitting down at dinner. And I think this yeah. ties back into like the capitalism aspect. Um, Angel, Angel's like, guys, if we do this, we're doing like a good thing, right? Like we'll, like we'll be able to capture it on film and then we'll be able to save the world right yeah and it's it's like it's so small and it's kind of like glossed over and but everybody's just kind of like yeah sure, sure. yeah because like, sure, yeah, they yeah. all have different motives for why why they're and at that table all of them are in it for the fame <laughs> yeah they're, they're not it's not altruistic at all the fame the money the idea i think holst is in it because you know he's like an artist and he wants to capture art you know what i yeah. mean like none of them sense are of pride too I, I, sense of pride too it I is like oj's sense of pride definitely brought him back at the table to tame this 
lease and reclaim the ranch in part because there's that whole underlying story of the history of this well yeah this ranch. i think you said saying reclaim is definitely what it is because it's a battle for territory yes you know and uh, it, felt, it felt real you know i feel like so many movies are like guys you gotta save humanity it's like you know independence day you know like, <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> i felt it i mean Will aliens, smith you know, with, like, with a gun like, and <laughs> <laughs> in the we gotta retake Earth or whatever, you know. Um, and um, this one was like, yeah, right. And everybody's, and you can tell on their faces. No, they're that's not what they're in this. I for. mean, the world's not necessarily in danger. I think they also <laughs> right. other characters put in perspective quite well. This thing is it's only more here. real. It, yeah, I feel like it's more. It gets at like what you know humans are really like. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not the Avengers beam in the sky. This is a the battle of the ranch the gulch you know they're just trying you know they're going for the oprah shot you know what yeah. i mean they're it's, yeah, back it's... humanity um I oh that, that was a funny scene too didn't they tell him uh uh they're like what do you think of doing reality to antlers and oh yeah like, reality <laughs> documentary <laughs> yeah yeah he's like that's better that's um, better <laughs> he was funny he was he, he did really well in his like short appearances yes antlers. yes so here we are. The non-altruistic. What is the plan? What is the plan? What are they doing? So what is the plan? The plan is he Antler's got the IMAX going up on the hill. Um, you got uh Angel running point digital cameras. Yeah, the visuals, and he's also he's running digital. Digital, and he's also manning the uh the flailing arm men. Yeah, um, they got walkie talkies. Walkie talkies. They got walkie talkies doing like you know reconnaissance overhead view did she play music she plays music too no yes oh what was the oh the music drop? choice is pretty well i can't too. remember the needle drop but it was really good yeah um it was a good it was a good choice i, I mean, remember thinking like yo it better be good i can't and remember then, did they play it loud to kind of get attention or i think i think they did because yeah. that's how is that's how um that's You're how right. Juke, that's how Jupe signaled him or signaled it, you know? Yeah. He would play mm. music. And again, it's like, it's an animal. So he thought he could, you know, train it, tame we it. We also see Lucky, the only black horse. Okay. Um, on OJ. I made a point to say how Lucky never ran away. Ghost ran away. I don't know yes. if that's a, if they're trying to say something with the, the, you know, the symbolism between black and white. I don't know. Uh, we could talk about it later when we get into like kind of that's theme, interesting the mags i i thought i didn't there think was something, about that i think there yeah. is something there with that but his um, eyes also get covered they do get, he puts the whole he puts the jockey thing on it yeah, again he puts the talking, jockey thing on talking it. legacy because you know they're descendants of you're exactly we forgot right. to we forgot and to that mention first it. that what that still image of the black uh black yes, disc, black, the black the jockey black jockey yeah yes mm -hmm. on a jockey jeez um the bahamian <laughs> jockey right who are they descendants from he puts on and he puts the Scorpion King. He does uh, put Scorpion King back on. Yes. So you know, Ooh. it's kind of it's kind of a big moment for him. Big moment. You shout know? out to the Rock. A lot of, a lot of shout out to the Rock and the great is, movie. Is that, that is what this King. is? A shout out to the Rock? Are they trying to play I don't homage? Know. I don't know. <laughs> Why Scorpion King of all? <laughs> I, I don't know. Cause that's Jordan Peele, man. I think there's. I comedy. think they showed a scene of Scorpion <laughs> King too. I think there's comedy when. Out of all the famous movie horses you could have chosen, they said the Scorpion King. Um, sure, 
Why not? Um, and OJ is bait. Yes. OJ is bait. Yes. Everything looks perfect. Everything looks like it's going to be, you know, easy money. Get the shot. But wait, vroom, there's vroom. a twist. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> uh, the, the um, dare I say, the peak, uh, the modern day peak of capturing spectacle shows up. This was a direct jab. This is a Easy. direct. This, dude, he's trying to say something with this, you know. Uh, what he comes in, he's like, "What you know about like thirteen missing people from uh, Jupe's ranch, including Jupe and his family?" And yeah. he's recording her the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for the helmet to come off, but I guess it didn't have to come off. Just kind of like that he was faceless. I, 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 I mean, it, it works knowing who it was because it didn't matter who's under it and what she says she's like oh shit it's tmz yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they asked him they asked him do you sure you don't want to get in on this this is only you know we can get you on video right now she buckled down she's like no yeah i don't want yeah. it this way i don't want it this way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i so, guess that's like the easy way out no right uh i think Actually, it's i guess big, i think it's big for her in a small way because of how ambitious she was from the time i was i was just about trying to say everything yeah yeah Character. So that was her moment to at least get that in in there. Character growth. But she's no. I'm here with my here with my brother, my team. She already put in all the work. Why take the easy way out now? Yeah, you know. What's yeah, you know. Warning? She finally. You're so right. She finally started doing work. She like sold the thing that pops out of OJ at the end. Which we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, she does some work. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um. So right. he he this TMZ kind of obstructs everything. Um, it's so silly, but so direct. What happens? Because, he starts. Um, he starts revving away. He, he goes towards. Away, yeah, and um, and what's his uh jean jacket? Um, jean jacket alien, appears. He's poking. He's been poking. And jean jacket is like, the predator now too. Yeah, jean jacket, right? The predator. <laughs> and so he comes in, and like everybody knows because they're watching the things go down, and they're like, "Angels, like, uh." What happens when you're going 50 miles per hour on an electric scooter and you reach like an electric stopping oh, magnetic field? Oh yeah, that was good. Goes God. flying, you know, breaks some stuff, and uh, and <laughs> I think I think M's like OJ, don't you go save? Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like OJ hears him screaming and he's like, OJ All tries right. to save. He's him. a good guy. He's a good. He does guy. try to save him. He really does. That but, was big. And now we're getting into like you know the. The climax of the movie um he tries to save him but he's like the whole time he's like where's my camera no i need to yep. get my camera where is it rolling you know what i mean he's like you know i think he represents like the worst kind of spectacle capture for a lack of a better term you know he's just like still on baroquean um on he doesn't know he's on his deathbed because he doesn't know what's coming but like still trying to capture something anything the oprah shot well it's still just, trying to capture the overshot it's He's the still disregard like, i mean i guess he didn't know yeah like you said he was on his deathbed but I, I guess the disregard for life in general because he, he didn't should have tr- wanted to get like healed gone to right right he know? didn't mind blasting putting these people on blast nor did he you know care about yeah. his own well-being so consumed to, to get the spectacle to get the we spectacle. See it again we see it again yes so that's enough to lure out Jean Jacket. Jean, ja- <laughs> Jean Jacket. 
And I think I think uh, one of them goes down. No, one of the the dummies goes down. The dummies go down. Jean Jackson oh, oh, said, yeah. "Eats up TMZ man." Yeah, yeah. They're, he's oh, done. The dust is is up, and um, I think OJ gets away, like not looking at it, keeping his eyes down. Yeah, and he's um, riding. Uh, he's riding Lucky out of there. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, and it's like, yo, all right, we just lost a guy. Um, that helmet maybe, too. It feels like there's a moment when they're like questioning, maybe we shouldn't do this, but OJ's like, guys, I'm going for a run. Yeah, OJ, OJ said stuff because stuff starts well, to because go, stuff starts to go haywire. Well, no, but stuff there wasn't supposed to be any. There wasn't supposed to be any casualties. Now they have one casualty. Yeah, and but and, he's like, we've come this far, you know. Yeah. And I mean, kind of that guy, that was his own fault. We try to warn him. What is also know? happening during this is the filming. They're trying to exchange. So you get this tension build up too. Yeah. Because they're trying to exchange film. He's like, right. hey, Angel, give me the give me the film. We got to reload. So you got this tension of, gosh, like we're they're about to do it. And just everything is just happening. Yep. Oh, man. And then we, and then it happens. He goes on the run. And then the music is just like, perfect at this moment and it's like swelling and you mm -hmm. know oj's hitting it on a horse and yes. tie it back to like the beginning you know it's like uh it's like a black man on a horse um and and so like you know what's his name's after him and he's like swooping down and he's like giving chase what a shot too jesus and then he throws out, he throws out the thing that M had created for him, the little string thing that reminds Jean Jacket of the the uh, horse. Oh, yeah. uh, basically, uh, it's a parachute, no? I think it is like a parachute, but yeah, it's meant to scare him. Yes, correct. Jean correct. Jacket gets scared, turns on its side, and then it's you get crazy. that perfect, amazing, beautiful shot of jean jacket on its side i mean oj a you know black man on a horse the first film moving image ever like there the beautiful vista of the ranch and they get it they get the oprah shot they get it and when that moment happened like the feeling i felt was just like Dude, this is why you go to the movies. Like, that's why you go to the movie. This is why you roll the dice on filmmakers. Like, I think, like, it was the coolest moment I have felt in a movie. You got a black no. cowboy versus an alien. Hot minute. Black uh, cowboys and aliens. That's going to be the honest trailer name of, <laughs> uh, for this when it comes out. Yeah, it could be. Um, and we get the Oprah one. shot. Do they we got the Oprah, Oprah shot. shot. So where or does do, it go or wrong? Or do we think... Something goes wrong. I can't remember they never, what it was. They never fully recorded the. They didn't get the shot. No, no, no. They got it. Holst wasn't satisfied. Oh, so oh, what? He yeah. starts running out. He starts running out to it try to get a closer Holst. shot. He says something so cryptic that I still don't quite understand. Well, that that's the joke too, because <laughs> Angel's like, uh, guys, Holst is saying something cryptic. I don't know what it means. <laughs> And I, I think he's just like, he's willing to sacrifice himself for the shot, but it doesn't make any sense because he won't be able to live for it. It's almost the opposite of, of willing to everybody. die for art. Willing to die for art. He's but, willing, he goes way too far to the other yeah, side where he's not in it for the fame. He's but, not in it for the money. In it for the art. But the camera. He's in it for the art, but he's so in it for the art, he dies. 
but so here's my thing like, with the camera is like did the camera get destroyed or not that's what i'm saying I did the camera i, I thought the camera went up think, i have well, a feeling that i i think that the camera can somewhat be retrieved if i think so back. too and i, I think, think so he kind of knew that and he kind of took that chance as well too i think holst was like i don't know because he he's like all right i got that but he wasn't satisfied he goes gets the the rotating one and he's just uh the, yeah. the mobile one and then he just goes out to the cliff and he's like yo where are you at i'm willing to stare you in the eyes oh, and yeah. record and get the shot you know now that i talk about it it feels like tmz is in it for all the you know all the you know reasons that tmz are in it you know to just showcase spectacle to be famous like get some money TMZ, tmz is surface level because they don't um, even know about jean jacket doesn't know about jean jacket but you know is like is willing to go to the extremes to just like capture it and you think motivated by like you know why do people send videos to tmz like money maybe they'll get a little fame um all the wrong reasons but on the other I, end of the spectrum and he dies to be clear mm -hmm. on the other end of the spectrum is somebody who's able to go to the very far extremes but for art um and he dies you know what i mean um so i don't know if it's trying to say something hey like maybe it's better to be and i think angel. he got the perfect shot yeah and he the got wood. For the, record, the camera did go up with him so the camera well the thing is it's gonna spit it back he everything like true, once, very true it's, once jean jacket comes through he wrecks that their setup you know what i mean angel's about to get eight, jean jacket you know? can't digest like metal and stuff no you start to realize that it spits spits that back out so the tape could come back out it, it could, could come back out it might be true. a little distorted but you know it might be a little distorted yeah there there's no it's now up in the air. They have no idea. Angel's just trying to survive. He's tying like the metal around him. The barbed wire and the tarp. The barbed wire Poor around guy. him. Because the tarp, guy. the tarp is colorful. I think it can tell colors, so it spits Angel back out. I, I want to mention another thing: is when we see the inside of the alien, what does it look like? A screen or some type mm. of. And I think yeah. that is the biggest joke of it all is it, it might be on us as well as viewers because we're watching Dang. like this is the it's the inside of it is a screen that opens yeah. up. You're talking it's about like the, the square part where it's like yeah. kind of pulsating. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. I, it's a screen. It's square. It's, well, it's square it for sure. But I, I was like, is this the mouth? And it's yeah. pulling it's pulling things in. It's pull, it eventually pulling mm. people in. That's good. Oh, a screen. a screen like a movie. Listen, I might have taken. He might have not. Jordan Pitt might not have took it there because I know he doesn't always take it there. But he I just took it there. It's he possible. But I just he took said it he said something really interesting in this um in this uh, other podcast that I think uh, has been mentioned, if not in our group chat on air, um called the Big Picture. He like did an interview and he said he's always trying to. I'm going to butcher exactly what he said, but he's it's like okay. trying to create like the as many great, perfect scenes as he can in a row to make a movie. You know what I mean? So it's like, and it feels, and what I took from that is like, you know, that's why so many of his movies are so memeable because he's like, he's taking time with all his shots. He's thinking about so much of this stuff. So I do not put it past him that, you know, the decision to make the mouth um, which isn't historically in all the kind of, you know, 
mouths we've seen over the history of time aren't usually square. So it's interesting in this movie about- And it's consuming things. Consuming things, it is a square, you know, the shape of like, you know, classic TVs and like a lot of the Mm. things we use to stream things. So Mm. I could see it being intentional. I believe it's multiple squares too in different sizes. So they can get different screens. Yeah. I don't know if the unfolding has anything to do with it either, symbolism wise, but you know, it kind of unravels, unfolds. Yeah. Cause I don't know what triggers it, but like, I don't know if it's something it ate. What triggered it? I wasn't it when it, so, you know, in the scuffle, then it um, goes after uh, Angel. Well, it, it well, spits Angel it out. To go towards it, M, yeah. Starts but then it starts going towards M. it starts going, towards, it starts M. going towards M, it's unfolding. It's so okay. It's so like the unfolding happened a after Pokemon. Angel. What would you guys? How would you describe? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I just I don't know. A, I just looked it up. They're, it started as a mushroom and then it evolved. So I. <laughs> yeah, it started mushrooming out um, from the bottom first. Um, they're calling it a biblical angel or jellyfish. You know fish. what? I heard about that too, but I just don't know too much. But yeah, I heard about it saying some biblical tie to it. Yeah, I mean, when this, they're saying it's jellyfish like, I now can see the jellyfish. Uh, but biblical, it did feel um, godlike at a point when it uh, unfolded the hallway. It was kind of, I don't know, it gave off a godlike appearance. I don't know. Man. Definitely Final Boss um, in a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> uh, kind of vibes um yeah i mean i was here for it um i don't know if i quite understood biologically why it was transforming like that but like here <laughs> for the visual here yeah for the visual. And, and again with you know i i've been saying nuance horror is the greatest horror of it all to come in with expectations to have your expectations be subverted he didn't go with a classic monster alien looking creature, you know, it was just this weird folding creature, you yeah. know, the still, big, a yeah. specta- still a spectacle nonetheless, but it wasn't like a monster, you know, mm. Jurassic so I, Park, you know, the big, the big bass, the dinosaurs, Jaws, yeah. you know, the big bad is the shark. This movie, when the big bag comes out and reveals itself, you don't know what to make of it. Still, I'm glad you missed. I'm glad you mentioned Spielberg, though. Um, oh yeah, like definitely Spielberg influence. Definitely, there's it there's felt like the epicness of like you know Jaws and Jurassic Park. Um, or Close Encounters. I believe Peel. Oh yeah, I Close Peele Encounters mentioned that too. You know, it's like you definitely got those vibes in this movie for sure. Um, yeah, and especially towards this last stretch it just felt like a jaws encounter like this last like yeah because you have like the night before and then like now it's time for like the final battle but um what 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 happened uh oj ran towards it and we thought oj ate it um um it's like i think it's going after him oj's like oh hell no and so oj's yeah oj distracts it and gets it to come that way and M jumps on the bike, and she and heads to Juice. It yeah. towards Juice. It's like they do that thing. They do that. Yeah, they do the they do the thing. And I'm glad you mentioned that because eyes. I think eyes play a big role in eye contact because oh, you're not supposed contact. to look at you know these animals. We got these moments, these trusting moments of people looking at them looking at each other. 
um, that they referenced well, this, early on in, in the movie, middle way of the movie when they did the flashback. But also well, the with the flashback, is, that was with Jean Jacket. Both flashbacks in the eyes dealt with. Also true. That's true. And Jean, Jean Jacket. Jacket. Yeah. And this one, it's like, I think, I think OJ starts to look at it to get it away from M. And yes. M's like, I got a, I got another one in my mind while we're at Go, 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 go. Um, M, Jean Jacket was supposed to be M's. M was supposed to tame Jean Jacket. Mm. Guess what? Who saves the day? Yeah, honestly. Who, tames who saves the, the day? Who who beats it? Jean Jacket, I would say. Jean Jacket you was know? supposed to be him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's not OJ to the rescue. It's M who comes through. But they're at least going back and forth during that scene. Because I think M's looking at it, too. Because M wants to rescue OJ. And OJ's like, yo, don't. Like, nah, yeah. I got, like, I'm going to nope. do it. And so, <laughs> yeah, nope. And so OJ brings it close enough. That you know, uh, M's able to get the motorcycle revved up again, and then it starts to look at it to like bring it away from OJ, and she starts racing off with it chasing, which is also another. And, and she was supposed dope. to leave at first, but then she wanted to get a shot. She, yeah, she yeah, said, like, she I'm said, gonna I'm gonna it. see this through, and it's kind yeah. of some not symbolic, but you know, her character growth throughout the whole thing is she doesn't see things yeah. through, she doesn't yeah. work hard. You she know. showed up late, and the, the first scene you meet her is her uh, showing up late. You know, yeah. and she's promoting herself the whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now by this point, and the other thing too is the the family thing was her side hustle. You know, the yeah. family thing yeah. wasn't her main piece. Her still wanting to get the shot. You know, that was OJ. He wanted the shot really bad. So yeah. now it's mm-hmm. kind of coming full circle. She's now the family thing is the main focus here. The shot is in a sense for the family versus yes. herself yes so and we get that cool uh cool scene of the bike sliding it, akira akira no i yes so oh my it gosh yes it has to be i i could i didn't recognize it the first time i recognize i was like hey, you're kidding me <laughs> you don't slide like that and that in that angle without well, right my head oh hell no i was like this is akira Somebody and, said that after I had saw it before I saw it the second time, and then I saw it the second time. And I was you like, has wow, said he's a fan I of. Can't of that believe movie. I missed it. <laughs> he said he was a fan. You said. Yeah, he said he was a fan. Of I that believe movie. it. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I, I totally I mean, believe it. Because Akira's pretty, you know. There's there's pretty no, mainstream it, anime now. I'm it's not. Like, I'm not sure if Twitter. It transcended anime. It, it has transcended. People reference Akira to being, you know, that anime. You know, like renowned anime film uh i don't know if twitter popped off on that scene i feel there was probably a uh like one of those spoilers without context and they put a picture of the akira slide oh i could see that that'd be funny i feel i might have saw that if i didn't i might make it myself um but (laughs) that slide but um the well the well again breadcrumbs Mm, the well yeah uh subtle subtle breadcrumbs throughout the film that you would not think anything of and then makes it's the perfect camera it's not electricity powered uh and it you know points straight up because you're supposed to lower she lowers she lowers oh and she lowers it with the big jupe eyes winky eye winky eye oh i didn't even think about the eyes on the thing wow the odds is big it's big thing doesn't like eyes Okay, yeah, so even greater. 
Good night. I didn't, I didn't even realize. Um, but she gets it. She gets the shot after a couple of tries. She gets the Oprah shot. She gets the yeah, Oprah yeah. shot, and, and it's really epic. Jeez, yeah. Geez, it opens wide up. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And it's dying, too, at this point. Um, yeah. And bam, she got it. And as the dust settles, uh, you know, she's crying. She's looking out. You don't really know what she's looking out. Then you. The reporters are coming. Reporters, reporters are coming, are but coming, she's yeah. not worried about them. She's looking over in the distance. Which yes. is, yeah. Very good. Which I didn't realize until right now. Yeah, she's not. I know she, I know what she looks at, but now it ties in into like kind of like what we've been talking about thematically of why I think it was decided she wouldn't look at the reporters. You know? Can we confirm OJ made it or not? OJ's alive. He made it. Do we know that? OJ's there on Lucky. He made it. He's alive. Do we know? I think we made it. You think that's a I ghost? Think, yeah, I think I think I think OJ made it. Yeah, but I, he, he, somebody yeah. somebody had mentioned that OJ didn't make, it. she was just seeing like the ghost OJ and Lucky real quick after the sacrifice. What? To be oh, fair, if you want to if you want to make that stretch, if you want to make that stretch, I don't want to make that stretch. I'm pretty sure OJ, that's just OJ. OJ did sacrifice himself. It we didn't sounds we, like we a, didn't see anything. So Sounds if you want like to go a, there, it's it, it it's not enough to refute oops. it, but it's not enough to support it. It is a monkey D Luffy size <laughs> stretch. Um <laughs> I can't get behind it. I, that's OJ, in my opinion. Um yeah, I like physical, the, physical OJ. Movie. A physical a physical OJ in the flesh. Yeah, in my movie, they survived. We already <laughs> lost Keith David. That was enough. Um so yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I so, think OJ's alive. I'm just yeah. having some fun. So that's the, that's it. And then it ends. That's, that's it. it. That's the end. Yeah, that's the end. We don't know you, what what happens after that. Just and, ambiguous. You can imagine um, the reporters there might have shown the shots right there, and you know she did pay for them. She put the money in. Government might come cover it up. They could. And it becomes another one of those crazy theories, huh? Or these are uh... very true. Very true. Um, Angel's over there. Um, I don't know if he has any shots, but you know he could collect. I don't think something. Angel has any shots. None. It was it was doing digital stuff, so I'm unsure if like digital. What their off. first their first go, they didn't get with the um with the road with Harry the, the old school film. They didn't get the they didn't get a good shot the first go around. Right. And then the second go round, they might have got a better shot before Antlers wanted to get the perfect shot. Maybe Angel finds the perfect shot and he wants to do something with it or he keeps it for himself or he, I don't know. I guess that's for us to kind of just have fun with. Well, I think he's the that's most the altruistic of them. I don't think he would betray them. That's the thing about um, Peel, though, which I really enjoy, is that it's not about these this sequel life. He's not about, like, these, you know, building cinematic universes. Just like, yeah, original movie, original movie, original movie. Keep it self-contained. It's self-contained in this I world. I think this is the highest grossing original movie since us. For him or in general? In general. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. With only original? like 44 million, right? That what was... do you think? What, do you, what, what else would you say? What else comes to mind? When did in, us come out? 2019? I think 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. I think that's right. Damn. Ah, I guess I don't know. Uh, Dune's not original. Skip, I know we uh, skip over the Twilight series, but he had a hand in that for a second. I never watched it. What? Oh, not Twilight. You oh, mean, the Twilight, uh, Zone. Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Twilight, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. I said series, but Twilight Zone series. My bad. 
Not even the <laughs> the vampire books. Movies. I mean, that'd be fun. I, was huh? like, what, I really? thought when you, well, you said Twilight series by itself, uh. I was about to be scared. I was like, what did he do in those movies? Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's right. He did do those, but um, yeah, you know, he's just out here. I don't know. Give you, give you original stuff. Somebody compared him to uh, um, like Nolan, just like one of the few directors that feels like can sell a blockbuster on their name alone. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's any other directors who can. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like Nolan's all about boom. And with this is like, <laughs> boom, <laughs> yes. He's big on the boom. Nolan's like loud, like, oh gosh, Tenet, I'm having, I'm having a- <laughs> Oh, I can you know, never, I've never watched, I haven't I really Tenet like Tenet, but I've tried to rewatch it and it's so loud. Is it still loud? I remember when yes, we saw so I'm watching it. Yes, I watched it on HBO Max and I'm like- I'm afraid. John David, John David Washington might as well not speak at all. <laughs> and now I'm worried about Oppenheimer. I mean, this is, when, this is not a Nolan podcast, but- if Tenet was but loud, it's obviously some classic. Obviously, Nolan is a is a is a legend. Come on. I mean, but no, he's some, a, yeah. some of these movies is loud. he's a legend, but it's like you know he's like Oppenheimer is going to you know probably bring about like a really big crowd and like there's only oh yeah how many other filmmakers can like sell an original movie like that and I think it's really only like him and Jordan Peele like where it's like oh. Are you gonna see the new Jordan Peele movie? Oh, are I, you gonna see the new Nolan movie? I don't know. The list is. I feel. No. I feel What's Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's on a, a way. There's a few other ones that could probably. There's a few others that could probably come out with a movie. And, no, and none really come to mind for me. Where it's like collectively. Who? Uh, James Cameron. Oh yeah. Exactly. No. Okay. Ah, but see, it's been so long. He James Cameron. Done it. James in Cameron, plus. you know people are gonna come out for the Avatar, no matter how. He's you only feel made about. two films in the last like twenty years, and they both were Avatar. <laughs> he took ten years to make the first one. He True, started working he on did, that in two thousand. If he did came out with a, a new original movie, he has enough clout where it'd be like, oh yeah, the new James Cameron original. So that's a good one. <laughs> yes, true. But if you're talking new wave directors, I feel yeah, Jordan right. Peele. You're right. Jordan Peele is like right now where Steven Spielberg was with like Jaws and that's high praise. Close Encounters yeah, and ET. You know, like that's he's, some high praise. He's I, I think he's on the way. I think he's on. He's the way. on the he's way. Right, right. He's right there. Yeah. 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 Because people. But like for example, uh, I don't I don't throw Spike Lee's name into this conversation because Spike Lee, you kind of know what you're gonna get from Spike Lee type film. Jordan Peele and Steven Spielberg are kind of along that line of you don't really know what you're gonna get, you know. Here's the thing, you know, it's like what I kind of dug is that um this movie is exploring you know spectacle people capturing spectacle oh, people's quick, with spectacle. we we nailed it with the whole spectacle I'm like looking oh, yeah. at it now we nailed it by you know the spectacle was the overarching theme yeah but yeah. you know he's like he's he's not criticizing it no because the movie is a gigantic spectacle which is like kind of what Spielberg I think did best, you know what I mean? Like just in terms of like, yeah, like these big movies, you know, whether it was Jaws or Indie or like Jurassic Park, you know, was like even like his latest stuff, even um, you know, West Side Story. It's like these movies that are like big. And he's Jordan Peele's definitely doing that. Like I feel like 
and even though he's horror, you know, he's definitely like kind of like along that branch of Spielberg children. I'm yeah. not even a heavy horror person, but I'm a Peel fan by far. Are yeah. You, do, do, does Peel appeal to you? Yes, Peel. <laughs> For lack of better words, <laughs> okay. Just... He won me over. He won me over with this one. He won... ah, it's crazy. It, it might be. Weird. It might be his best installment. I after having this deep dive. I don't know. Us is. I got to go back and look at us again. Us I, is, I, I've really only watched movie. both of those one time. Yeah, but I, I really like this again. movie. I like. I saw it. Get Out. Um, I was just gonna say I saw Get Out. Um, uh like after all the hype was built. And so I yeah. felt like I went in with like maybe too high of expectations. So maybe I need to watch that again now that it's been years, but. This was the biggest budget movie though. And, he, and Peel was playing with house money. I think was it his was, biggest like, budget? Like to your point. I feel like it million. is. It's gotta be, it's gotta be, right? That Six, was the biggest. So this, I don't clock. think us, that, I don't think they spent that much on, that as much. I know they didn't spend that much on Get Out. I mean, us, comparatively. I mean, from a. Us was pretty big, but I think they spent the most money on this. So this, this one movie. clocked in at 68 mil. Us, okay, yeah, 20, 20 mil for us. That's wow, a that's big that's jump. That's 40 million, actually. Yeah, 40 million. Um, that's crazy. I thought us would have been more. Get Out is probably even cheaper. Get Out. Oh, yeah, Get Out's a cheap. 4.5 million. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Jesus. So, Which was, makes it such a great movie. Cause and, you know. This is wild. It's only 68, and it's just like, this movie looked better than, I mean, a lot of these big Marvel. Budgets. Oh, I, I, we're talking about v, VFX. <laughs> um, the VFX <laughs> in this film are pretty top notch. I mean, just oh, yeah. the saucer uh, that was really the only visual effects was the saucer. But also, like the setting, man. I'm like, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like just uh, sideswiping Obi Wan Kenobi now. But um, it really, we already, we were talking about Marvel. I could have gone for a Marvel movie. I'm, I was so disappointed in kind of like the settings of Obi-Wan. It just felt like. That's fair. Ah, like the, the setting, like these vision, like the locations, this had to be filmed like on location, but it was just this like. Definitely on location. Such great settings. And it's, it's simplicity. You don't have to go all, I mean, in, in the case of Obi-Wan, it's like, they're just kind of doing the run of the mill. Oh, it's your slummy city, your Tatooine, we're back. And then really nothing. But it feels between. so, I, I can't explain it. They feel so green screen. Yeah, um, no, I'm saying there is simplicity and just, he went, he, Peel went out to this ranch, this this gulch, this valley. Beautiful and ranch. The, and it was the perfect setting as far as kind of, it's surrounded, the mountain surrounded the ranch. So this thing could bounce in between mountains and go from the mountains to the clouds with ease you know mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just you know he found there was the the setting itself was a character you know you had Beautiful. the ranch at the top of the hill you had jupes at the bottom of the hill like and it was off to the side of the road off the freeway you know uh he was able to take nothing and make gold take straw yeah. and make gold Exactly. Yeah. And like we said, how he brings in like, oh, the rope hanging from the cloud and how he brought in the inflatable people. And it just felt like he brought in like cool elements to make the movie distinct, creative and like its own world. You know, we just like next time I see like an inflatable person on a ranch, an inflatable tube wacky, man. Wacky. Uh, 
Whack inflatable <laughs> flailing yeah. arm tube man. When I when I see one on a ranch, next time that ever happens, I'm gonna think nope. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly where my mind's gonna go. Next time I see a long string hanging out of a cloud, that's nope. Like he created like created new visuals, you know, with this movie. And I think that's like a sign of a really good filmmaker. A really good film. So actually I'm gonna uh, go back on my earlier statement. I think I'll put this second after talking about. It, I think I'm gonna put this second behind. Get out and have us go back, watch sure. it again, and then you come back. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. I just feel I I did not like go in depth with those other. I mean, not with us. I don't think. Um, I think us was kind of maybe too layered to where there was too many loose interpretations and not like a solid one. This one. We nailed it. And then, um, like you said, with the miracle of the shoe in the midst of a traumatic experience, you know, and we talked about the capitalism of it all and profiting off of people's trauma. Uh, we we nailed it. I just confirmed it. This, we didn't miss the mark. The um, one I, the, and I'll try to like summarize my overall thoughts of why I like this one so much. It felt like in this one, the ideas are there, but like, the they never overshadowed the epicness the filmmaking the the acting um it felt like the actual uh experience of watching the movie wasn't ever overshadowed by like the ideas or the conversations you would have later it was just like a great movie from beginning to end now you know i struggle to say that about his other two completely the way i would about this one so it's, it's it's fair it's a fair um yeah overall yeah beginning to end uh i think it it keeps you engaged locked in uh and then it keeps you guessing i like a movie that keeps you guessing and not only does it keep you guessing but it satisfies you at the end too i was definitely satisfied by the end of the field and the end result so it consumes you and then it spits you right back out just like the You're thing, huh? To pick up the pieces. Oh, like Jean Jacket. You think that's that's pretty good, right there? That could be. I'm just spitballing at this. You point. should no. You should <laughs> lay claim to that right now. That was good. Let me uh, go to the copyright office and make sure I get this locked down. Rightfully so. Um, was there something? I I feel we're wrapping this up now. Uh, was there something we missed about Gordy that we tabled and we said we'd come back to it? Um, oh yeah, we did say the ending. Um, uh, it's tough because, you know, they both end up exploding at the end. Gordy and Jean Jacket, you know, yeah. they both, they're both, they both die. Um, and I mean, like, clearly those are parallels. The question of why it's parallel, is it that, you know, Jordan wants to speak towards like, the idea that like us as humans, we like to try to capture spectacle and nature and tame it. Um, and usually the end results is that these things die. Um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but like there's definitely parallels that, oh. you know, they both explode. You know what? Ways. You, you yeah. nailed it just there by saying uh, how they die. It's King Kong. It was beauty killed the beast, you know? Try to exploit King Kong, try to exploit mm. Gordy, try to exploit, huh. you know, this thing. And the thing about King Kong is like a good like 
comp to this movie, but like, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, yeah this is totally what it is. And then also uh, they mentioned Siegfried and Roy. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. The, the tiger guys. Mm. Uh, yeah, still, that's right. They did mention that. Yeah, there's still a um, slight piece of me that wanders and wonders if there was any extra influence on uh, Gordy. Because um, that shoe sits up. And I think that's part of the thing, too. But that shoe sits up and why? Do you, you, know? do you, do you want the what actual answer? I, I found it about the shoe. Is this a confirmed answer or an actual I think, um, answer? Let me see. Uh, Go for are they, it. Are they, are they talking to him? Um, who are they talking to? Um, I guess this is just a, a reporter and his take, but um, the shoe is, you know, a miracle amidst a tragedy, you know? It's well, a bad miracle. Bad miracle, yeah. That was mentioned yeah. in the movie. Yeah, right? exactly. It doesn't quite explain it, but it just says it's a miracle happening. Well, just in, in as far as, you know, I guess, you know, human history, there have been plenty of tragedies where uh, maybe something good came out of it. Uh, capitalization came out of it, you know, stuff like that, I think, is what they're trying. And then also the, the profiting from trauma bits and whatnot. Oh, yeah, for sure. So uh, take it. Take what you will. Uh but I'm I'm pretty sure we haven't missed anything, honestly. Yeah, no, uh, I'm yeah. I was I feel like even days later, I'm still processing the Gordy stuff and the shoe. There's a part of me who just feels like, you know, um, and I think you get a lot of this in like books and novels of like just like stories within stories. And I think um I feel like Tarantino has like kind of been big on that too, where it's just like kind of like not necessarily one-off stories, stories that are connected to the overall story they're telling. Um, and so part of me was just like, you know, you have this story about this monkey going crazy, you have this story about, you know, this UFO alien type thing, and he brought them together. I think, you know, overall- Got to throw the horse in there. The horses are key part of that. Horses are key too. Yeah. Horses are key too. The horses are the only ones that they did it right with, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did they do it right or did they just? Uh, yeah, they they respected the horses more than anybody. At least OJ, yeah, OJ did. Yeah, OJ, yeah. Did. Yeah, OJ, OJ was expected. the example of someone when you have this force of nature, this is how you must show a respect and whatnot. And, you know, because it's still an animal. It can still kill you. You never know. Yeah, never you never know. know. So is that are we we good, gentlemen? Uh, I think I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I think we fit it all. Yeah, I think we did, and I think we got a consensus on our final thoughts. We nailed the plot. We tackled the themes, uh, performances throughout. I think we all can agree. Uh, pretty spot on performances. Uh, shout out! I probably say shout out to Kiki Palmer as far as you know. Biggest takeaway from this film. Uh, you know, Daniel's great, Steven's great, uh, newcomer Brandon, great. Uh, shout out to Keith David, veteran, you know, love seeing him. Uh, but yeah, Peel did his thing, I think. Uh, home again, run, oh, uh, yeah, I guess I call it a home run. Yeah. I call it a home run, I'll say it. Yeah, yeah, it's a no. little divisive, it's not everybody's favorite. I think the Rotten Tomatoes score, not it's like an 80. Tomatoes. I think there's a whole nother discussion that could be handled by 
some people who don't like the movie not all because it's okay to not like things but mm -hmm. some people who don't like the movie i think it becomes more of a self-reflection than they even realize i think they need to have a conversation like this and kind of just pick apart the movie and then they might realize differently how they feel about it um but i think that's one of the better things about the peel films is that they yeah, open. If, you, if you just sit down and say oh this doesn't make sense this doesn't make sense this is random this is random yes you, you just you're setting yourself up just sit down take a moment think about yeah. it yeah if you get it you get it if you don't that's fine it's not a big deal either but don't don't write it off just because it's not right in your face you know exactly right. just right. because you don't get just because you think the monkey scene's a little jarring maybe maybe it's intentionally jarring you, <laughs> yeah. think of that? you know like I, I, I think it is intentionally jarring <laughs> it is you're intentionally supposed to walk away from that monkey scene and be like don't fuck with monkeys you know like <laughs> I don't ever want to hang out with a chimp after that scene. I'm reminded of the realism. And you can go look up that chimp in the Oprah interview. That's uh, just as bad. Um, yes. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Um, but yeah, Peel Films open up these conversations. These Does Harambe come to mind? Yes, Harambe exactly comes to mind. Yes, of course. That's yeah. a good one. Yes. Because yes. again, Harambe, if you left him in the jungle, he probably would have been fine. You know? You put him in a... You put him in a <laughs> let me stop all right, you, yeah, you, all right wait, let's wrap uh, it all right, all right. <laughs> but listen folks that wraps it up here at the yonko table for our deep dive and analytical analysis of nope so if you like what you heard and you want to join the discourse of course join our discord by joining our patreon which is in the link below but of course follow us on all social media accounts facebook twitter Instagram, TikTok, and all that jazz. And of course, wherever you listen to your podcast stations, thank you for listening to our show. I'm Grandmaster Hoop at the Helms here. We got Admiral Hooper TV and Supernova Rose the Crafter. Shout out to them boys for coming on. And hey, we just want to say thank you. Go check out Nope and give us a listen and uh, let us know what you think of our thoughts and whether you agree or not. But hey, that's it from us here at the Yonko Table. Signing out. Take care.